Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air, no doubt. All right, all right. 
there's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the root based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the root based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same that your thoughts transmits it. Get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intentions straight out. All right, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages for us to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories and shit that works. You have an activated pipeline in which that produced this black chemical called melanin. What we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and exoteric study. Playtime is over. planet is the fourth in distance from the star you call Sirius, some 8.7 light years from fantastic. This is the first time we have left our system, and you, the first intelligent life we've encountered. We're pleased to meet you. Fantastic. I stand 10 feet tall on the nine-step pyramid in Tolo, Mexico. Call me Quetzalcoatl, the high priest magician, holding a commission system, raising three sons with 12 planets orbiting a serene existence. Dimension shifting, not poles, prompted to the 12th density, the old soul, third eyes open. We see the truth, divine light, conducting doing their sharp solar energy engulfs the king's gallery. Two halves they hold, you're breaking the mold to the pattern of your reality. In the meditative state, your true self is revealed. The hidden powers to heal the mind, body, and spirit. There's nothing to fear. Ascension levels are near. Ancient ancestors channel stay clear. Living in harmony with all cycles of evolution. Unifying as one, that's the solution. We're building our life force energy. So we meditate. We gotta meditate. Eat the right foods. Conserve, don't waste. Meditate. You know we meditate. Moderate physical and mental activities Meditate, you gotta meditate Living in harmony with all cycles of evolution Meditate, 
Yeah, we meditate. Meditate. Open your third eye. Open your chakras. G-O-D is I. Magnetic propulsion. Carbon in my skin. Suck in to make you think you breathe in oxygen. 3D downgrade. So I had to elevate. Had to get my mind right. Spirit keep my body straight. Hologram world. Got to put together pieces. We are all. Holy Bible sticks you with Jesus. In the West they pray. In the East we meditate. United States fall fucked up. While everybody else is straight. So I had to obtain. Life force energy. Cosmic energy. Everything is energy. Most crop circles dove. Come from meditation. Gandhi walked the world. While locked up through the meditation. From hit it whenever. Breathe in your nose. Exhale like your mouth. And stay on your toes. Meditate. We're building a life force energy. So we meditate. We gotta meditate. Eat the right foods. Conserve. Don't waste. Meditate. You know we meditate. Moderate physical and mental activities. Meditate. You gotta meditate. Living in harmony with all cycles of evolution. Meditate. Yeah, we meditate. Our life force energy, so we meditate, we gotta meditate, eat the right foods, conserve, don't waste, meditate, you know we meditate, moderate physical and mental activities, meditate, you gotta meditate, living in harmony with all cycles of evolution, meditate, yeah we meditate. Seconds old, only three seconds old. You already know. Fresh out the water, there's some fresh water for you. Some original, some new on the slang, you know. I go by Spec Nine, Spec Nothing, LEL for Swell, you know, LI. Reppin' the Dirty North or whatever. Yo, free floaters. I'm higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. Feeling like some cattle when they chewing on some vegetables. Early in the morning when I'm yawning for my medicine. Open up the cabinet, roll it up, feeling better than yesterday when I was late for school. Mama looking at me like, who you trying to fool? Don't you know, playing hooky ain't cool. I just went the other way like Jim, one, two, one, two. Don't call me no sport, cause I ain't playing no games. Black out, Columbine, yeah, a little insane. Holding right and the left, ain't changing my lane. Not itching for no riches, ain't no success in vain. Bum on the corner, happy with a little change. Tycoon in the office, looking for broke to hang. This is just a song that I like to sing. Sky high with the stars, like the banner I bang, bang. Higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. Feeling like some cattle when they chewing on some vegetables. I'm lower than the bottom dweller under the sea. For any MC that wanna test ability, I'm higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. For any MC that wanna test ability, feeling like some cattle when they chewing on some vegetables. I'm higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. I'm lower than the bottom dweller under the sea. For any MC. 
defeated on the testability. I'm stability without the truthity of false realities. It's fatality when I'm rating your mentality. Can't see what I see. I'm the black light on your TV. Neon glow, see your green. Stove top, medium low with the highs of steam. Stitched in the seam with the meanest flow. Tight like your jeans. You tripping on beams? I'm burning that salt. Talking that talk, I'm walking that walk. Call me Johnny Cash in all black, everything. Don't clash with the Titan, it to be your worst dream. You need to hold 18 to intervene. All bets are final, but I place your last bids from Take Dex to Vinyl. I'm in the marquee like this. Look what you did, you done woke up the kid. Now I'm splitting wigs like Mike Myers at McDonald's on Halloween. Higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. Fizzing like some cattle when they chewing on some vegetables. I'm lower than the bottom dweller under the sea. For any MC that want the testability, I'm higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. For any MC that want the testability, fizzing like some cattle when they chewing on some vegetables. I'm higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. Higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. I'm higher than that rainbow when I'm floating on this melanin. Yes, indeed. It is uh, First World Order Radio, and I'm your host for the evening. Your host who gave up the ghost is Blackwater the Meta Magician on another. Another wonderful Tuesday, Tuesday evening. It was uh, a little bumpy coming in just just now. The parasitic elite trying to trying to shut it down or something. I, I'm not sure what's going on with these computers over here, but it's like I had to call in on the phone and all type of other things were uh, were starting to be just uh, thrown in my face right then just just now. Yeah, still. Um, I'd like to give thanks to those who came before and those who will come behind us. Um, peace and honor and, and mad respect and love to Dr. Aline Nicodera for allowing us to host this, this uh, hold down this spot right here at 7 o'clock on Tuesdays. Um, peace and love to all the fans. Peace and blessings all out there listening. Wanna oh um wanna give thanks to to uh the sister. Um went down and visited a sister of mine down in A Town Atlanta <laughs> part duh for a second. Um I wanna thank her for her hospitality, her two beautiful children and whatnot as well. It was her it was her born day yesterday. And uh we um went out and whatnot, went to eat at an Ethiopian restaurant, got some of that good chef and some good um, vegan vegan food, you know. It was wonderful. It was wonderful, you know. Happy Born Day, sir. Um, and uh, today is uh, actually my Born Day. That's why we we uh, celebrated it together. Actually, today is my solar return to be Earth Day. I guess you could say something like that. I don't know, but uh, all in all, you know, give thanks to those who. Uh, you know, came before me and those who come behind me and give thanks to um, seven generations on my mother's side as well as the seven generations on my father's side. 
because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here today. You know, I wouldn't be the M-A-N that I am, the uh, Mem Alif Noon. So definitely would like to give thanks to that, to those and all the, the entire lineage, you know, the whole human family regardless, you know. And, you know, it's about, it is about, you know, the seven generations on both sides. That, that's those seven generations on both sides of the infinite, you know, so... We got, I, like I said, I got a on my own altar. I have a, a picture frame with no picture in it. You know, like how can I regulate myself and say, you know, this this picture, you know, this picture of this family member when you know this is an infinite journey. So I can, you know, we can put a face on on certain qualities and whatnot that we may we may acknowledge, like my father. You know, my grandfather, certain things that they've done that I acknowledge and that I look up to and I hold reverence to, yet still, you know, go further back. It's places I can't even, you know, I can't even fathom. It, it Maybe not even a human face, you know. There's no telling, you know, go down to the amoeba, <laughs> to, the, to the structure of the cell, you know. It, it goes far beyond what our human our mind can, can grasp sometimes. So, you know, dealing with Dealing with our heart and our heart values and how what we see through the heart, how we can see, you know, like in dream state, we, we're actually looking from, we're actually seeing everything from our solar plexus, not from our eyes, physical eyes. We're actually viewing that dream state from the solar, solar plexus in a 360-degree radius as well. We see in all angles from in our dream state. And we can have that same access inside of our physical reality as well when those those gifts are um, made available or we we direct that energy to the proper sources. But give thanks to for all that. And you know, most definitely, um it's been a good week. I hope I hope that's likewise with everyone out there. Uh, you know, we we've had a a, you know, a couple of days of rain. Last week got cut got cut cut off a little bit right towards the end of uh, the first part of meditation is my medication. It was like we were going in, and then all of a sudden a thunderstorm came through. It looked pretty, pretty nice and clear out there today. So we're going to get into today's discussion after uh, a brief meditation. We're, we're going to go through the obtain, retain, and uh, cultivate um, process of the meditations. Um you know, uh, and then we'll get go directly into today's discourse without delay because I I know this uh, you know I, I can I, I'm a Gemini so I tend to over communicate if they're not being communicative I tend to sometimes go 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 and uh, you know so I'm gonna slow it down and get everything together here. So first and foremost, let's. Um, we're going to do the obtain. Obtaining is basically deep conscious breathing, getting up to a comfortable position. We're going to go over this a little bit more in depth. Inside of this discourse of meditation is my medication. So we're, if you haven't, uh, you know, do uh, due diligence and look into to this um, on your own personally, we'll, we'll um, go over it somewhat. You know, proper posture and the different locks, uh, the breaths, certain certain aspects of meditation that are very valuable and that are key to it. 
to uh, to activate those different um, qualities within, and also to be able to align the spine so the energy, the conduit of the energy, will be able to be correct and also be able to connect properly. You know, so uh, first and foremost, you can do a comfortable position. It can be sitting in a chair, sitting on the floor, and uh, you know, Indian style, half lotus, lotus, what what not. Um, as long as you're comfortable, hands on knees, or in, in a mudra of your choice, uh, sun and moon mudra would be, uh, for men, it will be um, left hand cup to right hand, women, right hand cup to left hand. Um, uh, wisdom mudra, where you put your thumb and pinky, I mean, thumb and index fingers together and do the same. You can put it like in the, um, in the sun, moon, sun and moon position as well and interlock them to that, that eight. And uh, like an eight, an infinite eight, and go into meditation like that as well. You, you know, whatever, however you feel comfortable. But regardless, just be comfortable and relax. Remember to have your back straight as possible. And we're just going to take, we're going to take um, a couple of, we're going to do eight breaths through the nose. I'm going to put on, uh, put on some good meditative type of background music, some meditative ambiance. Get the bit in the bit in um singing bowls here. Try not to have it too loud when not. um uh, I can do this myself. Um, nah, I mean, <laughs> here we go. Okay. So relax. Gaze over the shoulder, gaze over the face. Let the lower back up, go forward, and allow yourself to relax into it as much as possible. I'm hoping you guys can hear me pretty well. I'm on the phone, so. Not the only computers would allow me to access it through the computer, so I'm going off the phone. Alright. Allow you to breathe in. Basically, my score. As you quite like today. Breathe in. Fine. Remain out your right leg first. Down your right leg and out your right foot. Breathe in that spot. Mountain all the way down your spine and out of your right foot, out of your right toes. Into the opposite. Remember, you were starting to look. Just breathe in. Into the spine and smile. On the spine, imagining the white light going all the way down. Again, out the left foot, purging yourself of any impurities and gaining clarity and pure essence. Now breathe in at the base of the skull once again and breathe down the shoulder, down the, to the elbow, to the forearm, and out the fingertips. The right hand for men and out the left hand for women. Just breathe in and out. Breathe in the opposite at the base of the skull. 
without their fingertips. Now breathe in. The throat plexus, the plexus of the throat, the middle of the throat right there, where the little V is, the throat chakras. Breathe in. Smile into the breast thyroid and thyroid glands. Then smile down into the organ. Smile into the heart, to the lungs, liver, kidneys, spleen, pancreas, gallbladder, stomach. The large intestines and the small intestines. Now down to the urinary bladder and out. Now once again to the solar plexus. The central, the central sign. And smile down. and out of the inner bladder section. Stay relaxed. While smiling, absorb the energy from all different angles, from all different points of your organs. Smile into your the heart, red color. Smile into your lungs, the color of white. Smile into your kidneys, the color of black. Smile into the liver, the color of green. And the spleen, the color of yellow. Combine all those colors together, spiling them, and then place them one inch above the belly button. Collect them all together there and spile them there as well. And you're breathing through the nose. Hold, breathe in six. Breathe out six. And rest for three. Well, I'm following those colors all together. Lord Dantiana. Now collect all of those those energies together in that spot and we're going to do the beta breath or the, the stop breath. This is retaining the energy. So Again, we just breathe in nostrils, like 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 we were doing before. Breathe in, allow the the breath to go to the lower abdomen, making the lower abdomen large like the beach ball. Just pressing down on the diaphragm as well. Now, we breathe out while deflating. The stomach until it gets as small as it can, it goes as close as it can to the spine. Then, when it can't reach any further, relax. Three, we begin again. Breathe in through the nostrils very subtly. Don't fool your lungs up. Just uh, three, four, seventy-five percent of the lungs. Leave space enough so that you can have 
you won't be so tight in death. And it can cause other other problems too. So breathe in, thirty five percent. The sides can be silent. They can be so vocal. I'm only doing that this for reference. Breathing through the nostrils. We do this four more times. Microcosmic orbit, we're going to do the cooling breath. That is uh, very similar to what we've always been doing. Um, basically, we're just going to, we're going to breathe in a few times through the nostrils, stay relaxed. It's the small heavenly current. So, grasp your, your right thumb with your left your left hand while holding it on your left. This is the holding the mind mudra. The thumb has active points on it for the pituitary and the pine gland as well. So it allows you to access those. So that's why it's called holding mind. So we hold that. Now focus on the breath. Focus on the breath coming in and out of the nostrils. Stay relaxed. Whatever thoughts that may come, just look into the center of it. Don't try to learn from it. Don't try to absorb it and, and think on it. These are just fleeting thoughts, the transitional, transitional. They're not going to stay. Just look into it. Your breath for a few minutes. Now, imagine a bright blue light coming down over your head and pouring down on you, over your face. This is called the brain, cheese brain cleaning. So, we are cleaning our brain with this wonderful essence of cheese, this bright blue energy. The essence. So let it come down. Wash your face. Exhale and smile from your heart. 
let all those thoughts and worries fade away. Continue to do this for a few moments. Allow that blue, the blue essence. We call this the essence, or the color of the kidneys is blue and black. So we are drawing in the essence of creation. Smile from your heart and allow that energy to go through your body. Now, while enjoying that, the tongue should be at the roof of the mouth of the palate, right behind the teeth. Inhale and pull up on the perineum or the anus muscle and imagine that blue light coming from the earth and going up the spine and around and back to the heavenly palace or the third eye or first eye crown chakra region see a bright white circle of light there and then exhale let that energy or essence descend back down the face the throat and return back into the lower abdomen area while still smiling inhale again pulling up on the perineum contracting the perineum not forcefully though very subtly Bring that bioelectric energy back up the spot, around, get to the first eye, exhale, and then smile, while smiling, allow it to descend back down. Do this seven more times. I won't speak anymore throughout this. So, we call when the energy goes down to the abdomen, smile by smiling until you all of your organs. Allow the energy to go back up the spine. That blue energy, that blue light energy going up the spine. And when it gets to the third eye, imagine a white, bright light at the third, at the first eye, pituitary gland. And then Exhale as it goes down, the blue light goes down the front for the conception vessel. Then when it gets to the lower abdomen, smile while smiling. Tighten up the anus again, the perineum, then allow it to go around, and then relax as it comes down. Relax it, the perineum as it comes down. Alright.
now just think of nothing and relax into it. You can keep that smile if you want to go on. It's nothing like smiling. Just a, just a slight smile. Not really like, you know, a sun, Sunday smile, you know. It's one of those very subtle smiles, the corners of the mouth. You know, it can be an internal smile. Just know that you're, you are internally happy. You have inner peace. You were born that way. So you return that way. Honestly. Okay, now store that energy back into the lower abdomen, lower dantian. Imagine three points forming up. Triangle from the belly button area into the spinal area, the spinal area in the lower back. And then place that ball, bright light, center of that. All right. That concludes that part of the meditation for today. Um, we're also going to we're going to do the, do the uh, meditation with, uh, we did the haiku or the power words of Utsutaka of uh, Baltimore last week. And uh, seeing that we are doing, we were talking about meditation, uh, our medication at the topic, who is the father of medicine within a comedic tradition is none other than I'm going to tell So, uh, we recall phrase Ready is uh, we transform that to the power word of Amutep Osa. So, the Prince of Peace or the Ruler of Peace, the Prince of Peace, Lord of the Perfect Darkness, or Lord God of uh, God of Life. So, or the Chief of Life, you know, the Master of Life. which ties right back into uh, balance in my eye. So, but let's get back into that. We're going to go Nupu Amutep Osa. So it'll be Nupu. I am the Prince of Peace, the Master of Light, the Perfect Darkness. In essence, it's life. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, because if you got you got a dark screen right here, you got which would be out of space or whatever. The only way you can you can acknowledge anything, any type of existence is by something reflecting off of of that darkness. So that would be life somewhere, you know, in a physical sense. Even though that darkness is also life, because it's you know just swarming with potential. Unseen. So we go in, new poo, hold for one, then I'm going to tell Osa after three. So we go, we breathe in, then new, after one second, new poo, hold for three, exhale out, I'm going to tell Osa. So we breathe in, hold 
Pooh. Everything is through the nose. It's very subtle. Do this seven more times. Okay. That was rejuvenating and uh, somewhat warming. Stimul- it, was stimul- it was very stimulating, somewhat. Mr. Peace, Master of Life, Lord of the Perfect Darkness. All right, that was cool. Um, last week I didn't do the daily meditation or the daily uh coming out of the out of um the young lady for the actual space. I didn't get last week's in. So this week I'm gonna do last week's and this week's June second. Uh I gotta continue to do that. It seems like it's a pattern. I end up doing two at the same time every weekend. Man. Yeah I get I gotta do better, right? I got to do better. Hold up. June second. It's a special by Danny Glover. But he says, he states this, nothing ever strikes without a warning. Hmm. All right. This is what is written about that. This is the um, paragraph written on that statement. Whenever we have a negative encounter, we wonder, how could they do this to me? The reason is because you let them. Basic human nature makes us see people and situations the way we want them to be, not the way they are. We allow others to take advantage, manipulate, and in some cases abuse us because we don't want to believe what our senses are telling us is true. We listen to the same old line, accept the same dead promises, follow them down the same road in the hopes that they have changed. We listen to what they say and hear something else. We see what they do and turn our face. When the bottom falls out, we quickly place the blame for the pain on the other person. We shift our anger to them rather than accept our responsibility for the role we played. There are three keys to successful relationships. Never make anyone else responsible for your happiness. Trust what your inner self feels. 
sees and says, and pay close attention to the warning signs. The last statement at the bottom of the page states that I listen to what is said, not what I hear. So nothing ever strikes without warning. Like the cobra. The cobra will stand up on his on his back, on his on his hind or whatever. And he'll lean back and he'll yeah, start doing the I mean the rattlesnake, start doing it. Then it's a strike. It let it'll give a warning. Even the dog will bark, you know. You know, so we have to pay attention sometimes to the warning signs, but we do fall into we fall into that victimized uh, state a lot. And by doing such, it gives power to other people because we, we we're pointing the fingers. At, like my mom used to say, you know, I've said it before, you point one finger at somebody, you got four more point back at you. And then I had to look at my hand like, well, it is like I tried to get my thumb not to do it, but I got one of them hitchhiker thumbs, so. That hitchhiker thumb kept going back too. I'm like, dang, dang, put something on that rubber band that to my other fingers or something so it won't, it won't point at me. I only had three points back then, but all in all, uh, you know, we we do tend to want to point fingers at, at a situation externally when we have all the up, we have the utmost power for um, to dictate that change instead of being ruled or um, and abused and manipulated about what's taking place in front of us. You know, a lot of us, I, even myself, I was falling victim to a lot of things that didn't have the overstanding at the time to see that I was uh, victimizing myself. You know, I would put myself in situations that I would um, quick say it was that person's fault. And then when I stopped doing that and I said it was me, better, I mean, I, actually good things started to happen. You know, even when uh, something that they were called bad, you know, as far as our human psychology is concerned, when bad things happen, I would always look to the brighter side of it, like, okay, it was meant for me to break that ankle. You know, so now I gotta figure out how to make my ankle even stronger. You know, cause I broke my ankle skateboard and popping over a, a bucket, stuff like that. It was, a, it was a bucket once I had all outside about like two feet high. And I, I got over it a couple of times. But I was like, you know, being egotistical or greedy, I wanted to get it again, get that adrenaline. So I went the third time, and I didn't notice it was water right there. Well, I probably did, but I was, I was thinking, yeah, I can get over it. it ain't, I didn't even think about slipping, but I popped over it, and I took my foot off it because I knew I misjudged the landing. So when I took my foot off, my foot hit that water, and scrap, back on my ankle. And that was like the second or third time, you know, so I had to rehabilitate that ankle again. And uh, went through that process. That might have been the first time, but I know I did it a few times when I when I was uh, when I started back skating. You know, but yeah, we would tend to, to blame things on on like I could I was trying to I could have blamed the water. You know, whatever I, I took it as it was. Uh, I kept it moving. You know what I mean? So whenever whenever things just that we call uh, you know a negative situation or something that that may look like you know we 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 we're but we thinking we had control but as soon as uh, it's out of hand or we or whatever situation might uh, might change for the worse 
we want to go ahead and point the finger the other way, like it's your fault. He did it. It's her fault. You know. But even with children, you know, we, why did you know we, we want to haul, haul, haul off and scream at the child for doing something that child is learning you know, at that moment? So we have to teach them and instruct them in certain, in certain ways. And if we're teaching them and instructing them with a, a very aggressive tone of voice and, and very aggressive mannerisms, then that's what they're going to show the world as well. Teach one, teach one, you know, but if, we, if we're teaching them with healing and a nurturing heart, and, I mean, words can be very, uh, very sharp, but they don't have to be delivered with aggression. They can be delivered with love and with an arm or a hand on the shoulder, you know, and guidance, you know, and, and leading them in the right direction. If we lead them with that fist, even if the fist is coming out my voice, then that's what they're going to show the world. They're going to show the world that this. And we, and we being, you know, very spiritual people, we've taken on, uh, we've taken on the patterns of a, a society that is based on aggression or anger, you know, and, you know, anger being a, a liberal uh, function or a negative emotion of the liberal. We're going to get into that in a few minutes. It has, um, the liver is very powerful in our healing process as well. You know, it's dealing with uh, purifying the body and holding the blood. You know, holding the blood to four to it stores the blood for up to fourteen days. Well, it stores nutrients for up to fourteen days, and um, then it goes to the body whenever we need certain things. You know, it's in there. You know, so if there's a lot of anger or whatever going on, then that anger is going to deplete the actual nutrients because it's trying to act it's trying to um get a balance within that you know what I'm saying recall that the liver is the, the is my eye of the body you know so when, if my eye ain't balanced you know then by all the odds lord of our life lord of the life you know what I'm saying I saw again master of uh, perfect darkness then the, we have impurities going into our body into the cells cellular structure so that was June 2nd but so we need to listen to what it said not what I hear you know sometimes we we hear but we're not listening you know I used to say you're listening too close you know some people just they, they listen real close to the to the situation but they're not really listening they, they, just, they hear what they want to hear you know so we got to really listen and pay attention, be observant of what we participate with and who we're around. You know, because those things, the way the world is today is based on the influence around it. You know, that, that's due to us wanting to have some type of outlet to be able to exchange some of the emotions that we have been um, introduced to. You know, so we, we do need to have a vent, you know, sometimes. Yet we, when we do vent, why not vent to someone who is going to give us uh, some good feedback if that's what we're looking for, you know? my I, I found meditation is very key to that, you know, it's very valuable. We're going, you know, we're going to talk about certain things on that too because we can, we let go of the who's, when's, you know, why's, where's, you know, of our personality, you know, through sound. You know, because that's what our personality is. It's through what we tell ourselves and what the world tells us. 
you know, that's how we are, that's how our personality is formed. So if we can, if we block that and take out, I'm born on June 9th or whatever, and my name is such and such, and my mother and father is such and such, and I have so many uh, trophies in my room and so many accolades, you know what I'm saying, on the, on the wall, and I know so many people, and I had this car and this house and stuff. We take all that away, all those physical things, and we just go into nothing, into the zero mode, to completeness. You know, not not just seeing what we think we're seeing, or listening, hearing what we think we're hearing with the physical ears, the physical eyes, but actually seeing with the heart, hearing with the heart, smelling with the heart. But you know, using those higher functions to be able to have more self-control through through the phases of uh, this physical reality to be able to obtain, retain, and then cultivate their energy properly. Because once we we lose touch and we start to uh, go into that mode, let me turn this off right here, actually. (laughs) I I was in that Tibetan singing bowl mode. I was going through the tone. I hope you got her. Well, anyway, um, so, you know, we get to that mode, and uh, and and, and it, if we if we circulate the negative energies and negative emotion, energy emotion, then that's what the external reality becomes. It becomes a negative reality. And as far as uh, what we are obtaining, and then re- retaining, and then cultivating, it is a, is a lot of negativity in it. If you want to say that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's lower based, you know. So if the energy is, is continuously going down instead of being raised up properly, then it, um, it's just going to be a physical-based reality. You know, the the energy that, or the product energy or what we call chi or whatnot, uh, raw life was energy, it, it is sexual and it is spiritual in one. It exists together in one. As it goes up, the conduit, you know, as a cerebral spinal fluid, it goes up. It's spiritual, but when it's turned and goes back down, it turns into sexual energy. Both of them are, are spiritual. One of them is just going to a higher vibration. The other one is going to a physical lower vibration. They both have that same processes. It's just that when it's over um, an overabundance where we are indulged in the lower base reality, then the reality that we witness or the reality that we partake in and participate in becomes a lower base on the negative side somewhat. You know, once we access it with the light of our mind or the light of the eye, the, phys- the spiritual eye and the solar plexus, the, meaning the mind, not the, the brain matter, you know what I'm saying, the heart of the matter, you know what I'm saying, as far as Haru being able to conquer set and being able to balance both realms, you know what I'm saying, being in the middle, you know what I'm saying, the solar plexus or the solar plexus region with a triple warmer in the Chinese uh, medicine or Chinese philosophy is, is uh, located, um, then we will have a better observation point, you know what I'm saying, a central control point, so to speak, and that accesses back to the panel. So the, the energy goes back up, bam, you got that bright light, that, that lighthouse going on, you know what I'm saying, got the, the, the stripe going around, that's the Kundalini energy going up to the lighthouse, and then it hits the top, and the light beams out into the ocean of the universe or that vast moon, you know what I'm saying? 
the um in the, in the undifferentiated energy matter. So we can all we can grab that, put that light out there, and then we can you know transform that energy into the same reality that we are looking for while we are in that darkness. That light is beaming, coming up the spine, the conduing of the energy, and then being able to broadcast it back out there and get the little fish jumping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, what what not? Um, that was June 2nd. June, um, June 9th is today. So June 9th is a Yoruba proverb, and it says that if rain doesn't fall, corn doesn't grow. And this is the paragraph that she has written about that. Every farmer knows a good hard rain is needed to make a healthy crop. It will strengthen the roots, fatten the stalks, and produce a healthy yield. A responsible farmer prepares for rain. A responsible farmer prepares for rain. He prepares the field by clearing away all remnants of past crops. He irrigates the field so the rainwater can run off. He carefully guards his crop to keep away the birds and insects. Through it all, he has faith in his ability as a farmer, knowing he is doing all that he can. Our lives are much like a field of corn. Our challenges are the rain. We don't mind planting the seeds, working the field, or planting for the harvest, but we have a tendency to complain about the rain. If we focus our mind on the goals, we are putting on our raincoat and boots. If we cleanse ourselves of negative emotions, we are covered by an umbrella of strength. If we keep faith in ourselves, regardless of what others say, we have all we need to weather the storm. The last statement at the bottom of the page says, the harvest I reap is measured by the attitudes I cultivate. So that's like transforming the negative emotions inside of what we're going to be doing later on and um, fusion of the elements, fusion of the five elements and transforming negative emotions, meditation. We can get to it today. If not, it'll be on the the third part. I know it's going to be three parts because the first one we didn't get all the way through it. It was uh, an hour and a half or something. I thought we'd be able to get along with it. um, all that. So what they're saying is, um, a former that's you know we the former and life is you know our lives is like a field of corn. When it rains, that's the challenge. You know, like, you know, dang, it's raining. I don't want to go to work. You know, shoot, I don't even feel like getting up. It's raining out there. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna stay in the bed all day. But you know, should we gotta prepare for that those challenges. And by preparing for the challenges, it makes us stronger. And so when we prepare and we put on the raincoat and the boots or whatever and all that, and we focused on whatever the goal is that we are we are attaining, then when any type of um any type of negative parallel that doesn't uh, readily fit into the situation comes, we are ready for it. And we'll look at it, smile, you know, hey, how you doing? I'm ready for you. I knew you was coming in the first place. I'm glad you called. You know, so you got you prepared. You got your raincoat on and whatnot and your boots, and you can go out in the rain and you still do your job and get get that those seeds right, and you just no complaining. And that makes us stronger and keeps us, um, it keeps us strong, you know, throughout. You know, as soon as we sit down, we, we get into the habit of sitting down. You know, we form habits real quick. You know, you ever seen a 
a lazy dog. That dog was lazy when it was born. It had kids like that. Father had lazy owners, though, you know? So we have to... You have to be able to, once we get to the pattern of doing things, and that's what it's going to be. And I'd have been there. I'd have been late, the lazy dude, even if it was in my mind. You know, but, shoot, I'm, I, you know, I'm three seconds old today, as, as I say. That's, matter of fact, that song that I played earlier, it was called Three Seconds Old. That's the reason I played it, because, like, like I said, um, uh, I ain't going to be the dead horse in the head, but uh, today is uh, my solar the return to be Earth Day, yes. So I'm three seconds old today. Actually, I'm, I'm, yeah, oh God, yeah, I'm, I'm like telling my age, man. I'm triple, triple uh, nine. I'm three nine today, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, but I feel 19. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I don't know. Maybe sometimes I feel 19. Yeah, I got some of that uh, You Could Love It from Dr. I lay him here over there that you could love it. You would love it. You will. You will. You coming in after a day of, of running or something or doing whatever you do, you know, be, if you like that, and put it on that spot, I promise you, within five seconds, I'll be like, what the heck? I forget about it because it's like you just go away that quick. And you could love it. Oh, I can't recall who makes it. It's, only, it's in my bathroom right there, but it's very good. It, it works. You know, it, it, every, it, everything works. I don't get you know, if I put spit on it, it probably would. Well, just something out but you, you know. So uh, the harvest I reap is measured by the attitudes I cultivate. You know, so whatever the whatever emotion or whatnot that I'm I'm using to you know broadcast my my um, my feelings or whatever or whatever feelings I'm using to broadcast my emotions then that's what it's going to be externally. So if I, if my feeling is anger and, you know, so the emotion is going to be fear off top, you know, so that's what I'm going to, you know, that's what I'm going to get back because we only get what we give out, you know. If I, if I give 100%, we would be love on self first, you know, so that's the attitude I'm giving, then that's what I'm going to give back. But if I'm giving 50%, that's not love. That ain't complete love, you know what I'm saying? That's half love, half happy. You know, you want you want to do the whole thing. You know, you want to be complete. I team. You know, so if you if we're doing the whole thing, the whole enchilada, we're going in that circle, and the circle of completion, the circle of life, means that we are connecting all angles of our existence and awareness in, in a in unison to who we are internally and externally. So if I'm just looking at the external reality and my attitude is based on what's going on out there, then my processing of that information. As that as it is, then that's what it's going to be. So we have to regulate those emotions somewhat and cultivate high attitudes, be attitudes in the Bible, and be be in the peace, be Amotep Osa. You know, so and that also reflects back to uh, what we're hearing. You know, so if, if we like the first one was never nothing ever strikes without warning. We always we do sometimes tend to blame others for our our victimizations for ourselves. Like I said, I had to learn to say it was my, not really my fault, but it was meant to happen. So, again, certain things have been happening that I ain't going to go into it, but when I said, okay, that's that's the spirit moving right there, and it was some stuff, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, it was one incident where my house got broken, everything was taken out of it. A lot of my stuff was taken, the shoes, computers, all type of stuff. 
one of the well, one of the things that I uh, really wanted back was a projector uh, that I had, and um, so I was about to do some ritual work, you know, trying to locate who it did it and all that. I, I done went uptown with nunchucks and swords and shit in the car, and my nunchucks in my back pocket and beat open the door like, who got it? And, you know, I'm putting blame to these cats, to, to my people, too. You know, like, why? They? And they ain't had nothing to do with it. I found out who did was actually a Caucasian. You know, one of them motherfuckers or whatnot. So, but, oh, no, before I could even do the ritual, I got all the materials for it, you know what I'm saying, got all the things I needed for it. I get a phone call from uh, the pawn shop, and this is like the next day, like, uh, we may have your equipment up here. You need to come look at it and all this other other stuff. So it's like wherever, because I, I, oh, matter of fact, that, that was the, the first time I did that, because this happened twice. The first time I felt like, oh, I'm a victim, you know, so, oh, shit, I'm going to find these cats who did this, you know. This happened twice. The second time around, the first time, I didn't get the projector back. I had to go buy another one. But I got everything. I got my computer back, some other stuff. But I was in, the, you know, I was doing some other stuff. I was out there on the block and out there. So I learned, you know, by the people that I associated with, that's the, that's the type of um, manifestation that's going to come. Those things are going to come, you know what I'm saying, with that type of territory. But the second time around, I didn't go that route. I went the spiritual route. Like I said, within a couple of minutes, before I could even go in the store to get, I can't even get the material for that, that ritual. And I'm, you know, saying getting a phone call. Got all my stuff, the computers, all that stuff. That matter of fact, I didn't get that. My seafood gave me a computer, but I got the projector back. The dude got locked up. You know, the Caucasian got locked up and everything. All that good stuff. All in all, what I'm saying is, when we try to point blame at someone else, because the, the first time it was them, them cats, they they did that with some some people that I was allowing around. You know, just floating around like that. You know, there in the dirty air. And I was I was a part of it too, you know. Saying so I was, a, you know, just floating around in that dirty air doing those things. So yeah, that's what happened the second time around. I was trying to exclude myself from from being in that in that certain particular area and in, in around certain people. Yet I was still doing the same thing, you know. I was still on the, on the block, you know, doing whatever with you know with that, you know, putting that stuff out there like that. So, but it was a Caucasian pale face that came back. And, you know, knew what I was doing, knew how I stepped, knew where I was going to be at, broke into the house while I was in there late night. And um, he better broke in there while I was <laughs> I sleep with, I used to, I sleep with the uh, katana tied to my block, you know, there from a string. So if he would open that door, that katana would have moved right to my hand. I would be chopping off hands at the door now. You know what I mean? But, nah. But, uh, I'm fucking around. I'm playing. So, um, the second time around, I didn't blame nothing. I was like, I'm going to take this to, you know, put this in my, I'm going to put this in the hands of myself, my mind, use my mind, my heart for this and get it together. So we we don't need to point blame or, or, or try to say somebody is, is making us a victim when we victimize ourselves. And we most definitely, as June 9th is saying, we need to cultivate higher uh, attitudes of love and not fear, you know, and, and really bring that out. I, like I said, I haven't watched TV in seven, eight years. You know, this is the first year that I've really sat down and and gathered some of the things that's been going on on uh, on a on a day to day basis like that to talk about. 
it's been a minute. I mean, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not, I don't have a TV in my house. I don't, you know, I don't own a TV. Everybody like, you know, what, what you, I got a projector, you know, like I said, I don't even use that anymore because, uh, you know, it makes too much noise for one, and I, I'm not here to use it. And this computer that's hooked up to whatever, anyway. So, I, yeah, it's, it's a, that, that thing, that tube um, changes and alters our emotions, and it can cause other things to pop off in between time and the meantime while we are while we are attempting to cultivate a positive reality, we keep looking into this into this box instead of getting out the box. You know, we keep looking into this physical reality, this physical thing, which is okay. You know, we got to balance it, but that's because I did it. I mean, I looked into it, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's uh, it is what it is. But to balance it, we have to balance it. So we can't look at it like it is that. You know, that's all. Uh-uh. Turn it around. Let's make it powerful. Let's make it pop. You know, let's make it so. Let's do what it is for real, not what they want it to be. Because that's it's fear what they feed us. So we make it into love and create. You know. So those are the two um, daily meditations for people of color out of the action face by Yala Benzat. Very powerful sister. Um. Uh yeah, well tips and tricks Tuesday, so yeah, we gotta do some tips and tricks. Uh let's see, tips, 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 tips. What I got for a tip? The oh yeah, a good tip. Not just the enzymes. because I almost had a fit. Yesterday, <laughs> I thought I lost my not just the enzymes. Yeah, those emotions playing with me, but um. Those are very good. See, uh, digestion, we got, uh, everybody has pathogens in the lower intestines, and they are fond of basically salt and sugar. So when the digestive system is lacking the enzymes to properly break those sugars down or whatnot, those foods, it won't strengthen the immune system. The immune functions will deplete because we're, the body is looking for the nutrients. So if the enzymes there aren't there, the enzymes aren't available because we are we're for one we're not chewing properly. The digestion starts in the mouth and with the, uh, the enzymes amylase uh, in the mouth in the mouth to break down proteins. If I'm not mistaken. So if if we're not chewing like like grandma used to say, chew your food. And make sure you chew 30 sometimes. I don't even count. I just make sure I got water in my mouth. Make sure all that. If I got, if I'm eating uh, a piece of pizza, which I ain't eating a piece, but if that's bread and all that, we shouldn't mix cheese and bread and tomato sauce and all that. That's that's uh, that's having. That's just caught. That's we just about to add on to a part. That's why we gain weight too because we eat. We put in proteins with carbohydrates, and that's a no no right there. You know, cheese is a um, is a protein, and bread being a carbohydrate is very. It, that, those sugars in that won't break down because that protein has to break down first. And carbohydrates, some of them are simple. You know, like diglycerides, I mean, uh, disaccharides, and then we have monosaccharides and, and um, polysaccharides. But those uh those sugars in there break down pretty fast, and when we put a protein in there, that protein got to go first. You know, because it's longer, it has a longer chain, and uh, so 
we put that we put whatever it is in. You know, you can't like put fruit or salad after uh, after uh, something like a, a strong protein like meat. Meat, should, if we eat meat, meat should be the last food we eat, unless we got greens and something on the plate. We mix the greens with the meat, rice, you know, stuff like that. Something, something to make it a complete protein, but. If we if we eating that meat like we put in, we got a sandwich like at a cookout, which I wouldn't recommend either because that that charcoal unless you doing it with um with wood or something, that charcoal is very carcinogenic. It causes cancer. A lot of us is getting cancer at these ages because we we ain't doing nothing but eating charcoal. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Basically, we eat the charcoal. We ain't eat the meat. But um, but introducing that bread with that meat and that cheese or whatever and that vegetable or whatever is on there at the same time, it's not it's not digesting properly. So uh I mean even if we're putting the enzymes, digestive enzymes it's still gonna take a little longer, but at least we put digestive enzymes to the system to help or assist in that digestive process. But um digestive enzymes is a good tip to uh help with a day-to-day digestion. We want to go to the bathroom at least once a day, you know, a good stool a day in the morning or whatever before the bed or something. You know, it takes 12 to 18 hours to transition anyway, so as long as it's coming up out of there, that meal from the day before or whatever, you know, it ain't like we're going to take a dump every meal. I mean, some people may, but it's not really that meal that's coming out, you know, that ain't bad too, unless you're eating just fruit. It takes 30 minutes for fruit to go to the stomach and then, you know, it got to go through the small ones and the large intestines after that. Fruit should be the first foods item that's ate because it, it doesn't take that long to digest. You, you know, you're drinking water, juice, tea, or soup. Those go first, then fruit, then vegetables, and then, uh, you know, your carbohydrates and whatnot, and then your protein last. Um, but the three major the three major stresses that throw the immune system off or out of balance, out of us being the Lord of our life, is mechanical, which would be the lack of exercise. You know, because the balance, the balance of the body or the structure, the structure of the body needs to be balanced. So we need to have a um, some type of um, fun, sweaty exercise day to day. You know, something to do. Not every day, but like stretching could be one of them, and then maybe run or jog or something like that. Get a elliptical or something like that, you know, to help you uh, keep that that uh, alignment proper, the mechanical, the mechanics of the body proper and in line. Um, the emotions is second. That's another stressor for the um, to throw the immune system off. If we're if we are not controlling our emotions, or we don't have self control, and our emotions are controlling us, like every time I uh, you know, I see something uh, that I like a donut or whatever, some coffee, then I, I got to get it. Or, you know, a certain type of, uh, or every time I, I, a new movie come out, um, I got to go watch it. You know, these are uh, stressing factors on our immune system, believe it or not. Uh, every time somebody says something to me, I got to react to that and I got to say something back to them. You know, they, they, that's when our, we are being manipulated again. We're not really listening we 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 we're not listening with our ears, you know, our heart. You know, if we put an H on on ear and a T at the end, you got heart. 
but we're not really listening with that. So we need to hear with our heart. We need to listen with that. And then um, nutritional, lack of, you know, lack of uh, digesting our nutrients, that's another major cause of uh, stress on our immune system because the body, once the body starts craving, it ain't really like we want that, you know, that, that another hamburger or some more french fries or another donut. The body is craving the nutrients because we're not digesting the nutrients, mainly because it's processed. So a lot of food out here is processed if we, if we eat processed food or whatnot, like fast food and stuff like that. So it doesn't have the nutrients in it. And um, so the cells basically are asking or looking and searching, begging, pleading, please, 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 give me another one of those, uh, you know, hamburgers. Maybe it's something in that one. Because, because it does have a little bit in there, but it ain't enough. So we got to eat another another and you know eventually we would become obese you know a beast so what we um digestive enzymes would would help with that situation that's just one thing you know as far as the digestive enzymes i do them. i got what is called rainbow light advanced enzyme system uh helps reduce occasional gas indigestion and bloating it's the advanced version um it does. It helps break down all types of food, carbs, starches, and sugars. Um, that's the bread, pasta, desserts, beans, legumes, amylase. They have amylase, glucomylase, in birthdays, and maltase in there for the help break it down. It uh, helps break down fats and dairy, like I mean dairy, like fried foods, nuts, milk, butter, and lipase and lactase for that. And it helps break down fiber, whole grains, and vegetables have cellulase for that. Also, this one also has soothing herbs and foods in it for that peppermint, ginger, fennel, apple pectin, and turmeric. Those are very good for digestion. All those turmeric is excellent for um, circulation. So circulation and just with the blood is also with the digestion. Pectin is very good for digestion. Um, fennel, of course, ginger, and peppermint are also good for digestion and for circulation, so to keep it going. So, yeah, this is a good enzyme. Um, There's creatures on. You have, may have to look into that and, and do your own testing. That's the one I found for myself personally through the years. But, you know, that is, that's pretty good. So that's a, a tip right there. Digestive enzymes, it, it helps um, to break down those, uh, you know, carbs, fats, and um, as well as uh, your, your uh, carbs, fats, and proteins, of course. You know, so something good to invest in. Also, don't forget exercise. Find a fun, sweaty exercise for the mechanical. Um, meditation is good for the emotions. Um, and getting your nutrients, you have to figure out what we are lacking first and then go from there. You know, most of us are... Um, Lacking vitamin B, the vitamin Bs, you know. So a good B complex would be very, um, very wise to get. It also helps with building up your melatonin and melanin inside internal. So that's a good one to also um, wrap yourself around, like just get that energy going properly through the body. You know it. Uh, and uh, 
like in about biblical terms, it's, it's like uh, Genesis one twenty nine. They got that I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that fruit um, with seed in it. They will be yours for food. So even in the Bible, it states that uh, you know we should we should definitely be eating a, a abundant amount of fruits and vegetables. Every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours, food. Every seed-bearing plant on the face of the earth. Every fruit, you know. It even states in Proverbs 18, um, verse 14, a man's spirit sustains him in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. So remember, we can recall spirit meaning breath. So in sickness, a man's breath can sustain him in meditation. A man's breath can sustain him. So, I mean, you know, a man, medit- when a man meditates, even in sickness, he can kill himself. But when a man don't meditate, when he crushes the breath and he not, we're not breathing properly, then we can't bear the pain. So just walking around, breathing into the lower abdomen, you know, just every once in a while, just relaxing fluid, going to the parasympathetic, it can help alleviate some of these issues, you know what I'm saying? Then doing like the uh, relaxation tension exercises where you tense up that spot and breathe into it with a smile, you notice that it goes away pretty fast, you know. I've I've introduced it to a couple of people that don't meditate, and they were like, wow, what did they just do? You know, they're doing it to themselves. ain't like, I'm doing I'm just showing them. I just, like, just breathe in, tighten up whatever area it is, smile to it on the exhalation, and imagine the golden light, you know, healing that spot. And they were like, what the heck? How did that just go? You know, they were like, it was all painful. It'd be a bruise right there and everything. You know, I know it hurt. But then I just, you know, I let them know how to, you know, do the relaxation, tension, exercise. And they're like, wow, that's, you know, that was amazing, you know. So we had those abilities. Each and every one of us, you know what I'm saying? So you're just, you know, having the knowledge behind it and being able to access that. And peace to the um, peace. Seven four zero out there. I see you. Um, if you have any questions or whatnot, feel free to uh, to ask. I think I can get to the chat. There's something up on my computer. They, I'm telling you, them parasitic elites. <laughs> they ain't so elite though. They parasites most definitely. But hey, they ain't real. So they only as real as the mind allows them to be. So from here we're going to uh go into oh yeah tricks um a good trick would be uh this is what I've been thinking of it's the number eight getting like all the colors of the rainbow the seven colors of, of the spectrum with some get some color pencils and draw the number eight. See, I have, I have a card. I have this magic money card or something like that, right? I, I don't know where it's at. It's in the mind, though, really. But if you can just imagine that, though, we'll put this is what I used, I used to have it, though, like this. Um, I will put the – you can go get a postal card or index card or just a plain card and draw the number eight on it with all the colors of the rainbow and whatnot and uh, make it into an eight. And then um, a laminate it or whatever and – when you have your money, it could be a dollar, just one dollar bill. Put that 
card in between the dollar bill. Make it the size of like an ID card or something, not too big, you know what I'm saying, to where you can't fit in your pocket, but the size of an ID card and put it with your money and travel with that, you know what I'm saying? So that cycle of, or that flow of energy will be continuous, will be infinite. You know, that number eight is uh, is, is, is very powerful with uh, dealing with who we are, for one, because, you know, we got my toes going on, but also uh, with the, the how Series A and Series B has that elliptical pattern where it shifts, you know, every, what, 49 years, 50 years, and that's the same as our DNA. So life comes from Series B, what we call our set. It comes from Series B and flows down the magnetic line into the planet Earth from the, what we think as the sun, you know, as we see it in the physical reflection. It really isn't there. It's really a black hole or a dot, and you know what I'm saying? But we see it as a bright yellow, uh, so to speak, star. But in actuality, it's the, uh, it's the remnants of Series B coming down that magnetic line and as that energy unfolds, it gives off that brilliance and as it comes into our uh, arena of life, that's what we view it as, as that solar energy right there. That's what stars are. Stars are the remnants of other stars, basically. So that, that pattern, though, that DNA pattern, is a spiraling type of uh, image that when it comes down, it forms into that same eight. But when you're dealing with with that, well, well, you can look at the like I, I've mentioned before. As sunlight comes into the um, um, the window on a bright day, you can see that same pattern of sunlight coming down, and, and then it it makes a little dust pile in the corner of the window pane. That dust pile is dust or dirt or whatnot, and eventually, thousands and thousands of years, you have life, whatever, and you have a bug or insect come out of it, uh, you know. Whatever is going to happen, but that's life coming down. And that's the same with our, how we view life. When we're looking at something, we see it as it's coming, but then it flips and forms that same, you know what I'm saying, spiral, and then it goes into our optic, uh, optical region in the medulla omnigata where we view it. We actually see it there, like we're sitting and watching TV. But we, when it's coming, we're thinking we're looking at the physical reality as it's straight on as we see it, but actually it's upside down. It's turned upside down into that eight that spirals in it, and then we view it as um, as it is in our minds because it ain't really happening anyway. We're not going to go into that, but that's another discussion because, you know, um, the, just the, these things sometimes cut off, you know, how the machines are. But, so that eight also is two circles. So two circles on top of each other in completion. So it's two completions. It's the completion of physical and it's completion of the spiritual or the higher intelligence and the lower intelligence coming into unison as one. So it's very powerful and it's it's continuous, you know what I'm saying? So getting all those colors of the rainbow, those physical attributes of the same reality, placing it with your... Uh, but your currency will keep that flow of currency just like water, you know what I'm saying, it'll keep it coming, you know. And, you know, by putting that mental affirmation with it, that's what it's going to be, you know. So 
Remember, what magic is, magic is the science and the art of causing change to occur in conformity with our will. So whatever our will is saying, then that's what it's going to be. I mean, magic ain't like abracadabra could do or whatever. You know, abracadabra basically means dead body. You know, abra and cadaver, you know what I'm saying? So that's not, that's not magic. You know, we ain't doing that nowhere dead body like that. We ain't trying to raise corpse and you know, Lazarus ain't coming out of the tomb like that. You know, that ain't, that's all mythology. So we're dealing with the metaphysics of it, not not just the mythology and the ritual, but the metaphysics behind it. So that spiraling energy is life energy. You know what I'm saying? So whatever we, as far as the science and the art of magic is concerned, it's not conscious. You know what I'm saying? All things are conscious. Even the unconscious is conscious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean? So we didn't spoke on that. I might not know how to do certain things, but somebody else do. I'm conscious of what I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to fix a car. I can't get up under the hood and do certain things up under that car. But that jack leg or that mechanic, he know how to do that. He conscious of that reality. So that's the science and art, magic as well. It's how we, what we are willing in our mentality to utilize in order for that change to occur. So if we're saying that eight in our pocket with that dollar bill or a couple of quarters or whatever is going to make that dollar in a 10, into a 100, into a 1,000, and that's what it's going to do. Now, don't look for it to just rain out the sky or nothing like that. You know, it, but that happens too. I, I can tell you <laughs> some stories about that shit. It's crazy. I don't know. I mean, it, it happens, you know what I'm saying? And when you're dealing with these med- I mean, the med- meditation is my medication is the topic. So I don't want to really go into all of it like that right now, but when you're dealing with your inner self and you are participating with yourself correctly and observing, because the observation part is basically the lower self, you know, doing the observation. I mean, the knower thinker and doer is the triune self. When the knower activates properly with the doer, the doer ain't just looking no more at things, at the physical reality. It's particip- the doer is participating with the knower now in the physical reality. And the knower is not even really present in the physical reality like to talk about because it's, you know, it's all in the nether regions or whatever, you know, in the in the new or whatever, taking and getting that indifferentiated energy, undifferentiated energy matter and bringing it back to the, the manifestation uh, of what you, or what we, or what is going on can take place properly instead of what it is. See, we, as long as we're looking at that screen and looking at that, listening to certain things externally, the internal reality is going to have certain blockages because we always go back and reflect off of what the thing is outside of us so that Noah ain't even going to be functioning with the doer because we just observe it, you know what I'm saying? So when we participate as well with the physical and the spiritual reality, bringing both of those into, a, you know, a proper uh, balance or a unison, that sacred marriage, then we have uh, a more powerful representation of our manifestation process. So we're going to go and get into that's that's a good trick right there to, you know, just get that eight. But like I said, index card or whatever, all the colors of the rainbow. You can get put it on, on, the, back, on the back of a you can put green on the back of it or something like that so that that amplify 
the um the whole perspective of uh that manifestation in, in creation process through that color green because you know everything in physical reality out there that's vital that's important you got some green you know you look at that grass out there you know that cow eat grass for a reason other than the dmt that's on the grass you know that's why they're so lazy because they, they be eat that dope off the ground good i'm gonna speak standing up <laughs> you know because they they chewing dmt but um so put that green on the backdrop of that, put all the other colors of the rainbow on top of that as the as the number eight and put it and then place it with your money in your pocket, fold it in between your money, keep it in your pocket. Um some people say right pocket is, is coming, left pocket is going, you know, invoking and uh evoking. So do how you feel though. That's how you how you feel. I I ain't gonna regulate nothing. I just saying that eight is you know, dealing with magic and or, or magic meaning to will again. Remember, it's the science in order to cause change to occur by what we will to happen. And when the consciousness is, is when our consciousness is there, and we put that with our will, that means we change. It's gonna be the change is gonna be abrupt, but we're gonna see it. You know what I'm saying? Right there and right there. All right, remember what we were talking about last week with the symbolism of uh, the stop sign. That's an official that we could use as well to revert and, and go against what they've been trying to do with the stop sign. You get that You get that S-T-O-P, and you, if you know what a sigil is, it's like a sigil is you take symbols or whatever, and you make your own little thing out of it. You're like if, if you got a, your name is Bob or whatever. You take the B-O-B and... uh. Instead of it being Bob, you can take the B apart, like the line on the side, two little, what's called it, like that'd be 13, like we talked about. But you can flip it around, make it, take the ones that, uh, the, the, the line or the, uh, the three, make three a U, and then put that somewhere, and then you can take that O and split that in half, put that somewhere else, and you take that other B and do whatever you want to. But with the stop sign, same thing. I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, look, look at the stop sign. He got that S. Then you put the T behind the S, that's the energy, coming energy going up the spine. Then you have the wings there, healing wings, and then you put the, the O on top, that's the pineal gland. So you got all the, the coming energy going up the, you know, the spine, forming into the wings. Then you, it hooks up at the pineal gland, and you have illumination, and that's the weapon. You know what I'm saying? There's no weapon formed against man, against you. You know what I'm saying? The only weapon that we have against us is ourselves. You know what I'm saying? The only hand that is going to help us in life is the hand at the end of our wrist. The only hand that's going to hurt us in life is at the end of our wrist. You know what I'm saying? So as long as we sitting out here pointing, again, you know what I'm saying? You did this. It's your fault. Nothing's going to change. You know, we are very spiritual people. That means that we need to listen to our heart, to our intelligence. Inside, God speaks to my genes, to our genetics, intelligence, right? So we not we need to go away from being so logical and intellectual because that, that's inside. The outside is speaking, you know, or whatever. Which, you know, that's okay, but we got to balance both of those things, you know, together and seeing that balance within. And that's when we can... Um, that's when we can really 
have a better reality formulate outside by putting those two together. You know, science and religion is separated. Science being, uh, you know, left brain function, religion or spiritualism being right brain function, they're no longer together. And that was for a reason and purpose. They, that's, that it's been done like that so that we won't be able to see what is logical or whatnot and how it connects to our reasoning. So basically, we won't be able to read between the lines. We just we're taking everything that we're seeing externally and saying that's all it is. That's what it is. So when we can reason through it, or we have a, a more of a so philosophical or whatever, not you know, but a more of a, a connection in a in a state of mind to where it's not just what we're looking at from a descriptive or definitive um, means from what someone else has given us, and we can take it apart and put it back together as something different, and that's reasoning through it, but it's, it's the metaphysics of it. So we're not just looking at it from uh, the ritual or the mythology any longer. We're looking at it from the, a, a grander point and the, the full spectrum of the whole ultimate reality, even if it's from the human mind. So as we continue... We're going to get into meditation as a medication. It's my medication. Um, oh, blood type diet. I, last week I was going to uh, mention that. It's kind of it's somewhat long-winded. We've got a, a couple of minutes left. I'm not going to go into it, but this is what you do. It's Dr. Lom, and give thanks to uh, Queen Isaac for the information again and her wonderful family, her beautiful family. Uh, it's Dr. Lam, Dr. L-A-M. What you would do is go to um, go to drlam.com. Well, you can Google it and it'll come up. But once you scroll down, you'll see blood type diet. Go to blood type diet and it'll have your specific blood type. If you don't know it, uh, get a, get some blood work or ask your parents or whatever. You know, uh, some somewhere down there, you you, you get your blood type. And go through there. Has A, B, um, uh, has A, has B, has O, and has A, B. It is there is no negative or, or positive on there. It's just A, A, B, O, and, uh, and A, B. But go through there, and it has all the food items that are agreeable. So all the food items that are actually helpful and assist us, and it has all the food items that are adverse and that can cause toxicity and uh, inflammation and whatnot, as well as uh, us retaining weight. And anytime we're retaining weight, that means the body ain't processing it properly. That, that means that whatever we're putting in, those substances that we're putting in, is not getting digested. And, and so that's going to cause, uh, eventually it's going to cause those inflama- that inflammation. That's going to cause pain because we're introducing toxicity. Inflammation is inflamed or hot or heat. So the body's already young. We're putting too much young in there or too much heat, too much fire, then it's going to, you know, start degenerating because if we call the cell water and 20% protein, which would be the equivalent of fire. So if it's 80% water and I'm continuously putting uh, I'm over-proteining, you know, with whatever it is that I'm consuming, you know, then it's going to take the effect of degenerating that watery substance, that watery cell, that 80% water. So that's why it is wise to try to uh, to 
to build up in inside your transition to build up the uh, ability to, or, or you know, just be able to eat more fruit, raw fruits and vegetables throughout the day, because there's more light in that. It's more information. It's more intelligence in that. But like there's more ancestral energy in greens and vegetables than it is in that that meat. The ancestors ain't in that dead meat like we talk about. We can give them dead meat, you know what I'm saying, if you want to. But they'd rather have it with the blood in it. <laughs> you feel me? Because it's vitality to me. It's, it's license in that. You know what I'm saying? As far as that dark, I want it well done. Even we go to the group, you go to a restaurant, you'll hear a pale face over there getting his steak medium rare or, you know, whatever with the blood still in it because he got, he knows that his vitality in that blood. And he's a vampire too, though. Whatever it is, I'm just saying. Some of them know that they they want they don't want it well done because they get it well done. It ain't going to break down properly. They ain't getting nothing out of it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, that dead meat or whatever is not helping us uh, that much because our, our cells are 80% water. So it, it is why I try to consume throughout the day um, if possible. You know, get to that transition. Like, it's a transition. Anything's going to happen overnight, but it is wise to do to do that. And that will also help with other functions and, and, and processes that are taking place within the, within our transition because that, that's a, a stronger connection to who you truly are in nature. Instead of going against, you know, you ride with it. And I'm, I mean, I'm living proof that when you ride with nature, I'm trying to tell you, when you ride with the divine, you're on that boat of rock. You know what I'm saying? You that you your access to that realm is there. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to wait on it and, and look for it and, and you know and contemplate on it. It's just, you know it's there. You know and it, you know what you're connected to because you settle down inside internally. You see that inner peace. And you re, you can reflect on the external world. We can look at the external world as what it is, you know. But you have, we have to be able to see that inner peace in that too. You know what I'm saying? By being non-judgmental on, on every action that we participate with. And then when we non-judgmental about, the, you know, whatever's going on in somebody else's life, that's what reflects in ours. Because the ancestors or whatever, that energy, it's like, wow, that's love. Like the, versus what the fear is, you know what I'm saying? Because false experiences appearing real. Ancestors of the ox star ain't going through no false experiences. They just went through it already to know what real is. Because they do, they dwell within us, so they know that permanency, that real, is within us now. So in the transition, as we're going through, we as we try to uh, keep those physical things that's out there flowing, the ancestors are like, well, what the hell? I don't know that. A lot of people get frustrated because they don't understand why they don't have abundance or whatever. Look at it like this: if uh, Six billion people on the planet Earth, whatever, I don't know, something like that. And only a handful of them is getting a certain amount of abundance. Why are they getting that abundance? Because they are connected to the ancestors more so. I mean, it's, it's a grand old field or whatever, right, what they call the, you know, the, the, the it's unlimited possibilities, you know, in this, in this field of uh, this quantum field or whatever, right? So if everything that we want or whatever and all that is right there, how come we can't access it? Because we're going the wrong route. Everybody's over here 
doing all these old things over there. And then, you know, we wondering why one, two people is getting this is because they're, they're the only one. It's a burning field. So the issue got to go somewhere. But if I'm thinking about, you know, I'm thinking about murder, I'm thinking about rape, I'm thinking about pillage, I'm thinking about hate, I'm thinking about, you know, all these um, lower emotions, then those type of emotional manifestations on that lower side is what I'm going to manifest. It might not be in that realm of thought, but if that's what I'm viewing, then that's what I'm going to get in my in my manifestation process. So, But if I'm thinking about love, I'm thinking about respect, and, and you know, I'm thinking about um, self-control, thinking about harmony, thinking about unity, and, you know, that's what's in my heart. You know, that, you know it's saying that that's what's going to reflect back out. So uh, most people ain't thinking about that, though. You know what I'm saying? Most people is over there in that false imagery, false experiences of the real realm, so that's what they're getting. So once you, like I said, this is an infinite field of possibility. So all those things that we want to acquire are there. It's just that sometimes since the energy that we, or the emotion that we put out, again, um, what Yala Benzak stated in that, in that book, is we have to pay attention to our, uh, our attitudes and, and cultivate positive attitudes. So once we cultivate positive attitudes, guess what happens? We have positive deflection. And that's what we get. We'll get back. So we only get back what we put out. So yeah, that the eight eight is good. The uh, blood type diet. Look that up, Doctor Lam, Doctor L A M. You know what I'm saying? Get that blood right. Get that you know. Get it moving properly. Remember the blood relates to the heart. The heart is the root. Also remember the house is the heart. The house is the heart of love. And you know what I'm saying. So when we learn, when we remember. What the heart is all about, it goes back to Karas. You know, Karas goes back to Krish. Krish is, uh, is you know, Sanskrit is, is dark or black. And so that goes right into uh, melanin, which is car, okay, carbon, you know, carbon, the black sun. So that goes into where Sirius B is flowing down that energy from um, from Sirius B to us. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that's that elliptical pattern of our DNA. So our life force energy is dealing with that Christ consciousness on another dimension. So we got to remember that as long as we're looking at these things in this physical reality and saying that that's what it is, we don't see the flip on that. We got to flip it, remember, and, and, and let that rotation occur to where that elliptical pattern of the DNA ain't just what it looked like from the um, viewpoint of what they're giving us is fear. Physical reality is not based on fear. It isn't. If it was, we wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? Love, live, life. Descend, transcend, ascend. It was a choice. The choice was based on love, not fear. Because if you were scared, was fear is not real. You know what I'm saying? It's not real. It's not, if we were scared, we wouldn't be here in the first place. There's no such thing as fear. This is a human emotion that was created out of love. It's just a reflection. You know what I'm saying? It's not the reality that is true. Remember, you know, balance is my eye. Truth is my eye. 
Harmony is my eye. Order is my eye. You know what I'm saying? Love is my eye. Justice is my eye. So that you got, we got to remember, we got to flip this fear thing over to where it ain't even nothing. It ain't even a word that we can. I don't know what what is that word. That's a new one. All right, let's get into. Remember, meditation is my medication. That's my meditation. Meditation is my medication. We did the the edamine on it last week. Um, basically, med, you know, goes into uh, all the way into mediri to heal. You know what I'm saying? So, and also, med is is root, um, uh, proto Indo European word to measure. You know what I'm saying? And tuhi, there's of course tuhi. Um, this is when it measures both uh, sides. Both basically, tuhi means to weigh both sides, to weigh two sides, or to weigh dual. So it's two sati means two or dual, as in like herekuti, you know. So herekuti means the the, uh, the light of both sides or the light of the two worlds. Oh, part itself, the med meaning to weigh or, or to measure. That goes right into uh, tuhuti, and then uh, metan is the Gothic old English metan to measure. That's my atan, so that's the balance light. To life balance, you know, or, or you know, to or to uh, measure the sun, or to measure Met's balance and on sun or life. So to balance the life for the sun, metan, and that's also medication as well. But medication is my meditation. Basically, they're the same words. You know, what I'm saying healing, medication, or healing, or the cure, and do you have med? Meaning to uh, to heal. All right, so continuing, I'm going to read the scripture. This is uh, coming out of Psalms 18, and if you recall, a lot of the biblical um, scriptures were taken from um, taken from hymns that were based. That were basically from the um, comedic or the or some of our ancestors. Uh, you could say the mystery systems. That's basically where a lot of the you know Holy Bible means is a Greek word Helios Biblos. Helios meaning sun, Biblos meaning book. It's a sun book. So the sun book is is uh, again uh, you know Pratim Haru. Pratim Haru is coming forth into the light. Or you know the Book of Enlightenment, and uh, you know basic instructions before leaving Earth Bible. So these are fundamental instructions. These are basic instructions. The the true instructions is deeper in the inner core of these uh, allegories and metaphors. So I'm gonna read this Psalms 18, um, verses 18 to um, to 19. And I'm going to go ahead and break it down somewhat while I'm reading it. Uh, verse 18, 18, I mean, chapter 18, 1 through um, through 19. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. This is, I'm going to, this right here, I will love thee, O Lord. Yeah, okay. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Um, to side or my eye, that's the fourth spirit of the um, tree of life. 
uh, love society. I will love thee, O Lord. Cancer is the first spirit of the tree of life. Cancer or Isaiah, O Lord. Lord is Cancer. Uh, my strength, that's Gabara, that's the fifth spirit of the tree of life. So the fifth spirit, uh, Gabara. Now, if you add these together, you got four, one, and five. Four, one, and five equals what? Ten. Exactly, right? And then you go here to 18, chapter 18, verse 1. One and eight is nine, plus one is ten. Ten goes into one again, but one equals knowledge. Also, zero is completion. Ten, one, and zero, knowledge, cycle, knowledge of completion. I tell So I would love thee, O oh Lord. My strength is basically saying I would love the completion or to be complete. It's talking about the atom, talking about the breath, because within every breath there is intelligence. The intelligence that resides within the breath we call atoms. And we're going to get into that too, but the actualization of that, actually I'll just go ahead, because if you look at it properly, what's taking place inside of meditation is the atom, well, at him, oh, excuse me, Ooh, Lord. that's that, uh, that's them um, beams. I tried to, I ain't going to go into that story right there. Hold on. When the name Adam is written in uh, in ancient Egyptian or Kemetic, it's Atom or Atim, the name Adam. So Adam, Catman, the primordial man or whatever, primordial human. It's uh, spoken of in the Kabbalist terms, in the Kabbalist uh, terms, Kabbalist, they, they speak of, uh, of him as being Adam Cadman, I mean Cadman. But that's the first being. Looking at it in this way, right here, Atum represents the first realization of existence as well. That's the Adam, or Atum, Adam, you know what I'm saying? Remember a couple of, um, I don't know, it's been a minute, but we was talking about, uh, the four hidden names of uh, of Yahweh or whatever, as, as far as Kabbalah in the Kabbalahs, Adam Cadman being the primordial human, but it's four hidden names, and they're, they are obsidic, uh mind being. So, uh, meaning um, love. So you got you know you got this side right there. Then Ma is what is. Sig is secondary, and um, and and Ben is son. So Ben, my Sig, and Ab is it basically breaks down into the son is what is secondary to love, or the son can all can also be exchanged to be man. So man or M A N Mem Alif Noon is what is secondary to God, love being God, or uh, nature, well, the divine, basically, nature, but the divine. So love being second, I mean, man being secondary, or the son being secondary to God, what is, sec- what is the son also equivalent to in Kemeti? Haru. So Haru, the heart, is secondary to 
our actualizations. So when we are listening from the heart, then the functions of our reflection will come directly from where it's supposed to come from, from the divine. So when we listen from the brain, from the head, then the reflection is going to come from the physical reality. So those hidden names, um, Ab, Sigma, Ben, of Yahweh or Yahweh or whatever, are basically saying the heart is the equivalent of the Father or the heart is the equivalent of the unseen. So you remember in uh, the heart of the, the matter, the heart of, of the of Ma'ather or Haru Ma'ather, you know what I'm saying, the light of the um, the true light, you know what I'm saying, Ma'ather meaning true light or balanced light or, you know, the love of light, basically. What's happening is when we when we have that direct access, and we are, so we have a dialect between the unseen and the seen. It's just that when we have, we're being instructed, or when uh, when that language or that dialect is being altered because we we're paying too close attention to what's taking place, you know, out there, then we can't really hear with the heart. We're not listening with the heart, so it's hard to. Uh, base our reality on the ultimate reality, on the true reality, on the true light, because our heart ain't listening. We're listening with the, you know, the functions of the physical ears in place of our heart. Remember, put that H right there on ear and the T at the end, you know, you, you got it right there, you know what I'm saying? You got your heart. So you got to listen with our heart. But that that's that first sentence of Psalms 18. So I would love thee, O Lord, my strength about it. And it equals out to uh, 10. Uh, love, um, society, the poor spirit, uh, Kether, Lord, or Asir, um, the first spirit, strength, Kabbalah, or uh, Hereketi, um, the fifth spirit, four, five, and one equals ten, and that's also eighteen and one, the first verse in the eighteenth chapter equaling ten again, or knowledge of completion, you know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's that pineal gland, that's, that's also the on and off, that's that one and zero, that Father and mother, right there. That's the father, the one, the zero, the mother, the womb. The one is the phallus. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. That's that. Um, male and and female, the opposites, right there, coming together as one in unison, creating life. Like in the um, once you put that one and that zero together, you get nine. How many so-called months do they say that it takes for a woman to bear a child? They say nine. Actually, it's about twelve because it's three months prior to that nine months. Three months prior for the actualization of those two that's going to make complete complete that whole ordeal, the completion or the conception process takes three months. That conception starts in the mind. To conceive something means to we are thinking through it. You know, conceive means through the head. You know, you know concept or whatever. So conception takes three months for it might might be a month for them to get together and go out to eat, and a month for them to. Uh, you know, get used to each other or whatever, then another month for them to actually formulate the energies to uh, birth that child, you know what I'm saying, as far as the um, the essence is concerned. You know, but these days, you know, they might not even know each other. <laughs> they meet the first time. They don't know that it took three months prior to them meeting in the physical, but, you know, they lay down within that day, and, you know, they popping up with babies. But 
it still takes a, a minute for the energy within to accumulate for that for the essence to be uh, proper for those two to um for those two to unite in the physical sense to bring a child. So that was the first sentence. I would love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The Lord is my rock, Peter, Patai, you know, Patai, me and the fashioner, and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I would trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. The high tower, uh, the pound of gland um, going up, you know, the fortress being the base, so the path for Patai or whatnot, the fashioner, the uh, Lord is my rock, the rock, the pound of gland, as its uh, classification is being is delivered because the strength, you have the strength, that's the fifth spirit. Strength is the halfway point, it's the balance where Haru or Horekuti, Horekuti is um, being able to protect us from the lower self or has conquered the lower self and that energy is now allowed to go up properly and that balance is return. And the horn of my salvation, you know, the horn of abundance, salvation, you know what I'm saying, like Capricorn energy like that a little bit, you know. So that horn of uh, abundance is, is taking place and we are allowed that the actualizations of our or what we are attempting to uh, absorb through our creation pattern. You know what I'm saying? So getting those energies proper and going back to the high tower. That's where we are that's how we are saved. So we gotta get that blast that horn, that last you know what I'm saying, the Bible says the trumpet, blast it. But um then third verse, I will call upon the Lord. Um, that's the vile utterance. That was the healing sounds, you know. Who is worthy to be praised? So shall I be saved from my enemies or the enemy? The, the, my enemies are the enemy. So I will call the Lord with with divine utterance, with haikus, with with those power words. I will call on my inner self, my my intelligence. You know, I will call on the ancestors, the ark star. You know, what I'm saying that inside I speak to my genetics and wake them up. You know, what I'm saying. And it will conquer. I will be saved from my inner, my inner me, my inner enemies. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no, ain't no outside enemies. There is nothing outside. Of it. There is no out there out there. You know that's what the business is. There is no out there out there. We are creating. Everything is out there. We we take it in and then we put it back out there again. You know. So whatever you really want, go inside. Go to the intelligence, and the intelligence will get this shit popping properly. I'm trying to tell you. I've seen it too many ways. To to not be you know honest about it and you know it bring it bring a level of emotion to me energy emotion to where I'm almost I'm so happy that I want to cry sometimes you know that's how it be getting to where I get tears in my eyes when I reflect on what has happened in my life you know and I've seen it in other people's life as well around me when they actually utilize this energy and the, and this information properly you know? and it's one thing to know it but when you apply it to life and you see that job. And you and you see how it changes your life, and for the better, I couldn't walk a few years ago. Now I'm running faster than most fifteen year olds, you know, and I'm jumping on, I'm riding skateboard, you know what I'm saying? So I know that with due diligence and, and and taking your time and being yourself, being naturally who we are, we can be that that Shaka Zulu out there, bitch. You know what I'm saying? We can do what we want to do with our energy and not let it be manipulated by these. The so called powers that be. All right, so um, verse 4 The sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The Lord, that's the lower self, and the external concepts of salvation and reality. The sorrows of death compassed the lower self, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. That's, you know, the, the external reality. 
Uh, verse 5, the sorrows of hell can pass me about. The snares of death prevented me. That's a negative emotional reaction. When, you know, when we're reacting to things with a negative emotion instead of the, the opposite of a, a positive, higher emotion. Those are the snares of death. The snares of death are those negative emotions. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. Those are divine utterances against the power of words. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my my cry came before him even into his ears. That's the pound of gland absorbing light and sound frequencies. And go and you look at the temple. If we put if you put both thumbs on on your temple, where your temples are on your, on your head, and then you place your index finger and all the other fingers together into a pyramid or into a, 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 a triangle, you have your church right there. You put your thumb right there on the temples. Why they call it a temple? Why they call everybody a temple? You know, then, you know, the Dogons, uh, what's called a stupa, was depicted off of the physical body. All temples are the correspondence to the physical body and meditation from the base all the way up to the um, the high tower, from the from the ruler to the tutor. Like, um, so... It ain't it, it, these concepts and whatnot are not like they they are, are like a, a temple or a church or whatever is not meant to be a, a place where where religion is regulated and that's what it is. It, it, it's only, it was just a place where the high priest could gather people together to be able to um, I guess I could say relate the. The information, related information to them, in the in the frame of thought where it is somewhat like uh, mythology, and then ritual. But as they grew, they would eventually give them the full um, mystery system. You know, as they grew, and, and they could understand or understand and understand what the information was, and is to this day. So. The pollen gland absorbing light and sound frequency, and you know that's the that's when my he heard my voice out of his temple. You know, in the temple right here, his thumbs right there, what's in what's right there at the, at the apex, the pollen gland, and that's the church, that pollen gland absorbing light and sound frequency. And then verse seven, the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was rocked. He was angry. That shocked me, rising to meet Shiva. That's that energy. The earth shook and trembled. The foundation, that's the base, you know, that's the base reality, the base chakra, shook. Well, you know, in meditation, you get that shake going, you know, and then that, then that, that, you know, that energy going up, you know what I'm saying, it wakes up. It wakes up, it, it connects with Shiva at the top, you know, in that high, in that high, um, the high tower. Then uh, verse 8 states, there went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth, devoured eliminating toxins, you know what I'm saying? That smoke, you take in the smoke, and then out of the, you're exhaling out those, you know, those unwanted uh, toxins. Coals, it says, there went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth, devoured. Coals were kindled by it. Melanin was sparked. You know what I'm saying? Coals is equivalent to melanin, carbon, you know what I'm saying? So that, that melanin was lit up. You know what I'm saying? That darkness was lit up. Those cells, those, that 99.9999% got lit up in that meditation right there. He ought the heavens also and came down. This is verse 9. 
He ought to have this also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. The ark of the covenant, that's the substantial negro. The substantial negro, again, means substantial darkness. It's where uh, dopamine is producing and other things like that for uh, for uh, relaxation and whatnot. Uh, but the, he ought the heavens and came down, coming down from the cosmos into the, the Bindu area, the soft spot in the back of the head, going into the third ventricle or the ventricles in general, and that arc is right near where the substantial degree is, and that's where that and darkness was under his feet. You know what I'm saying? Darkness was under the feet and coming down. You know what I'm saying? Because what's under the feet of the pineal gland? Yeah, the substantial nigger, the Ark of the Covenant. And he rode upon a cherubim. Cherubim means to be near. And he did fly, and did fly. Yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. Upon those healing wings right there. Got on them wings and flew with the wings of the wind. That's the intelligence. That's the breath. And he rode upon the cherubim. That means to be near and flew. And yes, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. Came down, entered into the physical temple or whatever, from the intelligence, from the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his secret place. He made that melanin or whatnot the secret place. His pavilion round about him with dark waters, undifferentiated energy matter, you know what I'm saying, and thick clouds of the skies. That's the inner and outer melanin right there. He made his darkness. He made darkness his secret place. <coughs> His pavilion round about him were dark waters. At the brightness that was before him, this chapter, this is verse 12, at the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones and coal fires. That brightness that was before you, you know, that meditation and all that was lightning coming around, you know what I'm saying? That's the same as what it was saying up here, um, the arcs of the heavens, you know what I'm saying? That arc, that rainbow effect of that, you know, the arc is a rainbow as well. <clears throat> and the brightness, thick clouds pass, hailstones, cold fire, the energy going up again, you know, it, you know, that shocking energy. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, this is verse 13, and the high gave his voice. Hailstones and coals of fire, you know, thunder in the heavens, you know, so it go up to the brain, you know, when you, you breathe in certain techniques that you and get involved with in these meditations, when that energy gets to that spot, you can't hold it. There's no way to control it. It's going to happen where, because it's called the creas, where your body will, you know, start shaking. You know what I'm saying? The creas shake. That's a good stuff, though. It ain't, it ain't like it's some scary stuff. It's good stuff. So when that do happen, don't run from it. You know, stay right there and just keep going. You know, just. Yeah, be be observing and participate with it, you know, and just, you know, settle your mind and remember where you're at. It's nowhere. You're not in the physical reality then. And it's not like we think it would be. And don't try to regulate that. If you're uncomfortable, then, you know, find a, find a way to where it is comfortable. Um, verse 14, yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them, and he shot out lightning and discomforted them. That's the Kundalini rising again. That's the energy rising. He sent out his arrows and scattered them, and he shot out lightnings and discomforted them. So the lower self is uh, being scattered because the arrows is going up, and he's shooting all that other stuff away through the lightning. 
you know what I'm saying, through that, uh, you know, kung fu fighting, you know, there's fast, there's lightning. So, you know, through uh, kung fu, gung fu meaning uh, skill and, and time, you know, we, that's what's going to happen. All those things, those negatives, those enemies, those enemies will disperse. Then the channels of water were seen. That's meridians cleared for proper flow of energy, the inner melanin. And the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke. Balance was, is restored then. The foundations of the world was discovered. That, that means we really see what's supposed to be seen and the way it's supposed to be seen. We don't, we don't look at it from um, a layman's uh, point of view. Um, so, O oh Lord, at the blast of thy breath of thy nostrils, that's correct breathing. O oh Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. So when we breathe correctly, then the channels of waters were seen. The meridians were cleared. The proper flow of energy or the inner melanin and the foundations, the base of the world, the base reality, were discovered. Not the base reality that we view when it is it's my coup, it's the kingdom. What does the Bible say? The kingdom is at hand. You know what I'm saying? The kingdom of God is at hand. So when we're getting the proper breathing going on, correct breathing, we will see that the kingdom of God has always been. It ain't never went nowhere. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You got uh, Mary, Mag- Mary having a child by God, but God ain't present. And But then, you know what I'm saying, when this child is, and not just Mary, I'm just saying, but Mary being a woman in the Bible, this is the representation of all women. So a woman has a child, right? So even God had to go through a woman as the vessel or unit to have a child. So why ain't that woman God and why ain't that child that came through that vessel God as well? I mean, they said Jesus was God, of course, but I'm saying all women are deities. And all those children that came out that woman are deity because everything in nature is deity. Even what they did back in the day was in the, the so-called labyrinths, or if you go down into the caverns or, or the, the, the spaces in the, in the pyramids, they had it decked out where all everything was gold. They, I mean, some of the pyramids or whatever, so-called pyramids, they would put even a fly. They would get the flower maggot, whatever, and they would encase it with gold because they looked at that thing like deity. It is nature. Another thing the sister uh, I said did when I was over there um, visiting at Dr. Aileen McDivis, a humble abode, they, um, she said something to her son that moved me. She said, because a flower something was, was bothering her, her son, and he, you know, would trying to swing at it. She said, hold on, don't don't kill it. Ask it three times to leave, and if it don't leave after the third time, then, you know, kill it or whatever, strike it. Man, I was, I'm talking about, I felt that right there. Like, I was like, what? Ask the fly to leave three times. I was, that just moved me, you know, in a, in a positive direction, you know what I'm saying? I don't like killing bugs anyway as it is. You know, I pick them up and throw them out to out the window or something, man. You know, I, I don't care what it is. I try my best not to kill it. There was a black snake in my house a couple months ago. I did not want to harm that thing. You know what I'm saying? Just on the step of knowing that it, it wasn't trying to harm me. 
it, it was in the house though, but you know what I'm saying? All in all, I did do something about it. So, but okay, so um, chapter, I mean, verse sixteen. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of my many waters, high and low and self united as one. He sent from above. He took me and drew me out of many waters. Water being the lower reality where a lot of the um, the um, melanin or in, internal melanin is dwelling in the lower intestines. I'm going kind of fast because I got more. I got more to go. Uh, he delivered me from my strong enemy, that's the enemy, and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. The lower self, you know, it's in the negative emotions. Um, um, chapter, I mean, verse 18. They prevented me in the day of my calamity. That's the lack of uh, understanding. That's uh, the uninitiated. But the Lord was my stay. Um, once that energy go back up properly, you know, and we stay focused, you know, stay focused yeah, is important. We got to stay on our path. You know what I'm saying? We got to stay in our way. Don't let the things get in our way. Stay on our way. You know what I mean? So uh, verse 19, he brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. That's the infinite possibilities. That's the quantum field, that large place. That's the all. You know, like I was saying earlier, a lot of people's emotions are over here on that lower realm. So that's why it's only a select few that's getting these other things that's over here because it got to go somewhere. Somebody got to get it. It's out there. You know what I'm saying? If if I If it's 20 dogs in one pile over here and we got five pieces of meat in front of them. You separate 15 dogs and five dogs over here or whatever, and these 15 dogs is in the cage, and these five dogs ain't in the cage, these dogs ain't going to get none of the meat because the meat is on the outside of the cage because they are locked in or they're still in the box. So you got to free yourself from being that animalistic type. I had a dream the other night where a dog was chasing me, running after me, right? Dog was just seen a dog and I, I saw a house. And so I run to the house and I jump up on, on where the carport is or whatever, you know what I'm saying, old school type house carport. And I, I um, grabbed the um, the brick carport, um, like the, the whatever you call that, the post right there, and I climbed up. And I couldn't think of what the dream I woke up. I'm like, what the dream about that? I thought, Okay, dog, it's the animal nature chasing me. I see this house, house representing my eye. Well, when I, I know, head of root, the house of light, or gestation, the growth process, born in something, this pole representing the conjugal energy, the, the sushimana or whatever, the, the spine. I'm climbing up it, going up to the top of the powder gland. So even though this lower self is chasing, I see the gestation process or the internal intelligence or whatever inside, you know, I speak to my, my genetics or inside the genetics of speaking, you know, in the dream state. I climb, grab this pole whatever, or whoever in the dream, whatever, you know what I'm saying, and go up this pole, I mean this, uh, you know, this, this uh, yeah, this this post and go into the pineal gland region or whatever, the higher self. So the energy the kundalini energy goes up and it's no longer being um, captivated and fixated in the realm of the lower self. But that's uh, that was uh, Psalms 18 verses uh, 1 through 19. That, to me, and if you remember, I could not wrote a lot of songs. To me, that right there is one of the uh, 
one of the texts that came out of some of the ancient comedic hymns and is speaking on is an allegory speaking on meditation. What it feels like, what happens in the process, like being the channels of the water of the steam, you know. That means, you know, we've got a proper flow of blood through our meridians or, or the energy through our meridians to where there's no blockages, no obstructions. And when that happens, then um, if, it, if there's no blockages internally, then externally, you know what I'm saying? That's what's going to reflect. All right, so another, uh, I'm, going, I'm coming out to biblical, and we only have 30 minutes left. Next week, I'm going to do better on part three. We're going to get directly into the meditations and everything and go into that. Uh, out of the out of the biblical text, if you can recall, um, the Pharisees and the, and the um, Sadducees, um, they, um, the Pharisees spoke on, um, they were intent with, with cleaning the outside of the cup and keep the inside dirty somewhat. The scripture states uh, Matthew chapter 23 or Luke chapter 23, verses 25 to 26, where Jesus or Yeshua says to them, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. When you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may be clean also. So what they're saying is basically uh, the parasitic elite or whatever, you know, in general, humans, we tend to pay attention to the external. I got a nice car. I got to keep this thing clean. I got a nice car. I got, you know, I know people that dress like, you know, like they got a million dollars. You get to their house, the, you can't see the floor. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get to the spot. It's like, what are you? You doing? You know what I'm saying? I, I thought you had a million dollars. You got this million dollar outfit on, this million dollar car, but you, have, you got a two bedroom house or one bedroom house. You know what I'm saying? They they we'll put all of our peas into this part of the material world, the superficial reality, when the spiritual reality, the inner me, the inside, the true me, not the inner me, but the the indwelling intelligence is being. Um, Usurped by the physical reality, and we forget about where we come from—that that true self, you know what I'm saying, the higher self. We forget completely about that because our access to it. I mean, to have a healthy physical existence, we must first have a healthy spiritual existence. You know, I mean, if we're going to walk into a physical, or a spiritual reality, we do need to make sure everything is substantially correct in our physical sense before we take that physical, I mean, that that spiritual path. We need to make sure everything is straight, yes. But how am I going to get to that point of making sure my physical reality is straight if I don't have a healthy spiritual mind state? First of all, I need to know what spirit is and how it affects me in my existence. So getting to that point. So we need to clean the inside of the cup first. Make sure we'll be healthy, you know what I'm saying, inside, you know, and then, you know, work on that outside. Make sure everything going on properly and lined up properly inside. Then we ain't got to worry about what's going on outside because this is going to pop. It's going to happen, you know, because that access is there. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be no obstructions because we ain't on that side over there dealing with left brain mentalities any longer. We're balancing both sides. So metaphysically, um, 
Pharisees means separated, and uh, uh, Sadducees mean or Sadducees means just or upright. But uh, basically, uh, that is saying it rep- it represents the intellectual thoughts of man that's based on materialistic religion, not uh, the inner higher representation of what uh, the physical reality is through the spiritual avenue. So the Pharisees and Sadducees represent the thoughts that are formed out of the subconscious mind. And these thoughts keep man perpetually um, in the same superficial, external um, form of religion in place of the metaphysical, internal interpretation of what um, unity or tying both sides back together as far as the Ray Ligar uh, is concerned, or Ray Ligion, Ray meaning back and Ligion meaning um, to unite or to yoke, to tie back yoga, to bring back together. So true religion, not... not uh, I talk about uh, two chains, uh, you know what I'm saying, um, clothesline, but true religion is based on um, bringing both sides back together. You know, so uh, we spoke on the Passover a few weeks ago in um, Easter, 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 um, but Passover basically means in trance, because uh, when you look at the word uh, trance, it goes into uh, transcend, which means to cross over the Passover from Latin. So uh, metaphysically, the Passover is when uh, the, the higher mind connects to the lower mind, and we gather an understanding that um, the enduring life is spiritual, both within and without, and that the seed or the, the cell is saved from destruction when we retain it, inside of the temple or the vessel when we allow the Christ consciousness energy to get to the heart point and then allow that energy that's at the heart to go up and be balanced and we are we become the Lord of our life. You know what I'm saying? And we let go of those animal instincts or uh, not really like just base core, you know, instincts and um reactions which are based on um lower emotion or negative emotions, energy emotion, which would be fear. You know what I'm saying? So um, the Passover represents, also represents when we can take the old cells and replace them with the new, when we can regenerate in place of killing ourselves um, with whatever's going on emotionally, physically, um, as well as mentally. So those things that causes degeneration within the cellular structure once we uh, remember or learn, again, um, those processes like the meditation and things like that, then we regenerate, you know what I'm saying? We replace those old cells with new cells, and this right here begins that light body, you know what I'm saying, that, that light body process where we are no longer... Um, caught up on, on so much of, uh, well, we basically we're regenerating, you know what I'm saying? We, we can get it in and keep it moving. Uh, Bible Gita, chapter 15, 
uh, verse 9 through 15. The living entity thus taking another gross body obtains a certain type of ear, eye, tongue, nose, and sense of touch, which are grouped about the mind. He thus enjoys a particular sense of sense objects. That's basically saying we no longer use the five senses in the sense of we have the higher sense or, you know, the, the clairvoyance, you know, the clairaudio, all those different, you know, saying we get those higher senses through those five and then um, even more. Um, and that's the new body. That's uh, the new body workout, as uh, my friend said. <laughs> and there's a little guy, the uh, he said he had a videotape that he recorded. He said it's called the New Body Workout. I got we gotta get that together. New Body Workout. All right, okay. He does enjoy the particular set of senses. The foolish cannot understand how a living entity can quit his body, nor can they understand what sort of body he enjoys under the spell of the modes of nature. But one whose eyes trained in knowledge can see all this. Trained again means to pass over or cross over. So when you we cross over, get ready for the crossover. Y'all remember that EPMD song like that? Ready, Lee. Are you? Are you? Get ready for the crossover. So when that when we go into the modes of nature or into the divine, we obtain a new body. That's that light body. Um, the endeavoring transcendentalists who are situated in self-realization can see all this clearly. But those whose minds are not developed and who are not situated in self-realization cannot see what is taking place, though they may try to. So those who are transcending or tra- going through the transition can see this. But those who are not, they really can't They can't put a finger on it, and they look at those individual way to do souls that are going through the transition like they're crazy sometimes. Like, what you talking about? Ain't no key. What, you an atheist? What, you don't believe in God? You know, they start calling people's names and being judgmental or prejudging, being prejudiced of their own, you know, of their own truth, you know what I'm saying, really. But um, the splendor of the sun, which dissipates the darkness of this whole world, comes from me. And the splendor of the moon and the splendor of the fire are also from me. So basically, uh, mother and father right there is within, right and left, you know what I'm saying, Mu'er is within, you know what I'm saying, it's coming from within. I enter into each planet, and my and by my energy they stay in orbit. I become the moon, and thereby supply the juice of life to all vegetables. We are the vitality because the vitality within us. You can take a, a, you can take a speck of sand from the, the beach; it's still the beach. Yeah, it's beach sand; it's still the beach. You can take a, a little cup of water out the ocean; still ocean water, right? It might not be. The ocean in that cup, but it's still ocean water, so it still has the same quality, might not be the same quantity. So I I am the five digestion in the bodies of all living entities, and I join with the air of life. Outgoing and incoming to digest the four kinds of food stuff. All right, that's that's the the four fundamental elements of uh, creation, fire, air, uh, water, and earth to digest the four kinds of food stuff. I join with the air of life, outgoing and incoming. Fire, you know what I'm saying? So all those coming in, I am seated in everyone's heart. And from me come remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. By all the Vedas, I am to be known. Indeed, I am the compiler of Vendata, and I am the knower of the Vedas. So basically, that's the intelligence. I am seated in everyone's heart, you know what I'm saying? To be able to acknowledge that, you know what I'm saying, that's remembrance. That's that's that that's Akir, you know what I'm saying, in the Sufi. Tradition, you know, Zika. I mean, we like with the Zika beads. 
the Zaka beads or whatever, the meditation beads that I wear on my wrist here at times, you know what I'm saying? But they also call mala beads and whatnot for meditation, 108 breaths, you know what I'm saying, 108 cycles. Uh, um, all right. So that was uh, Bible Gita chapter 15, verses uh, 9 through 15. This is Bible Gita right here, uh, chapter 6, uh, verse 9 through 15. A person is considered still further advanced when he regards honest well-wishers, affectionate benefactors, the neutral mediators, the envious friends and enemies, the pious and the sinners, all with an equal mind. That's when we don't prejudge anything external, everything the same. You know, we don't use our uh, fearful emotions and reactions to say that's what this is and that's what that is. We will look at everything like it's the same. Love is love. You know what I'm saying? A transcendentalist should always engage the body, mind, and self in relation with the Supreme. He should live alone in a secluded place and should always carefully control his mind. He should be free from desires and feelings of possessiveness. Now, this day and time, that statement basically is saying we should go inside sometimes, ourselves, and really reflect on ourselves in, internally in our meditation. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going out there, you know, it says that he should live alone in a secluded place. Where's the secluded place? Within, you know what I'm saying? That secret place that, you know what I'm saying, that secret closet we go to, like they used to say. You know, I remember I had my first little secret place, my altar, you know what I'm saying? I didn't tell nobody where it was. I pulled it out from under the bed. <laughs> they didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but you go into the next chapter, the next verse. To practice yoga, once you go to a secluded place and shit, Lake Kusa is a, a type of grass on the ground, and then covered with a deer skin and a soft cloth. The seat, the seat should be neither too high nor too low, and should be situated in a sacred place. The yoga should then sit on it very firmly and practice yoga to purify the heart by controlling its mind, senses, and activities, and fixing its mind at one point. That's basically saying get one of those samadhi seats or whatever, not too high, not too low, so you can be in a comfortable position in meditation and yoga, or connecting both both lower and higher selves. And the heart to so you could we could purify the heart by controlling the mind. The emotional mind is equivalent to the heart. The wisdom mind is equivalent to the pineal gland. So when they, um, the emotional mind or the physical reality, the lower self is is in unison correctly with the pineal gland and the the emotional mind or the uh, the heart, then the senses and activities. And when the senses and activities and are fixed on that one point, that my, that pineal gland, uh, the energy goes. The energy goes back up. We are uh, we then regulate or learn to have self control, and that's where harmony comes in. That's where balance comes in. Lord of our life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one should hold one's body, neck, and head erect in a straight line and stare steadily at the tip of the nose. Thus, with an unagitated, subdued mind, devoid of fear, completely free from sex life. One should meditate upon me within the heart and make me the ultimate goal of life. Um, completely free from sex life, that don't necessarily mean not having sex. That means one is free from the wantingness of that. You know what I'm saying? If it comes, it's not because you go out there and seek it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, we ain't looking up uh, what they call it on the black page or something. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, you know what I mean? When it's real, it happens without the um, the external. When anything comes to us, it should be natural. It shouldn't be forced, you know. 
So one head should be up, you know, this correct posture. One should hold one's body, neck and head erect, you know, seeing a straight line, stretch daily at the tip of the nose, head down a little bit. You know, we'll get to the locks on the next one. There's three important locks that we should be utilizing inside of the meditation. Uh, so we'll do that in part three. I know this is, like, long-winded. I'm going through a little bit of uh, or some of the things I've read uh, in the past few years that, uh, you know, struck my attention when I saw it for the first time. Like, well, I did. No, this is all about meditation. But, um, okay, so thus practicing constant control of the body, mind, and activities, the mystic transcendentalist. Transcendentalist, his mind regulated, attains the kingdom of God, was a bold of Krishna. By cessation of material existence, the kingdom of God is at hand, the abode of Krishna. What is that? Krishna, again, is Krishna or Krishna. You know what I'm saying? That's the, the darkness. So, again, I'm Otep Asur. So, I am the I am the prince, Nupu Amotep Osur. I am the prince of peace, the Lord or the Lord of my life. You know what I'm saying? Life being that perfect darkness, regardless. You know, if it's chaos or it's, or if it's uh, order, you know what I'm saying. But that's that's the abode of Krishna. That's the kingdom of God. His mind regulated. We attain that. That that is also equivalent to the quantum field or the realm of unlimited possibilities or infinite possibilities. The all El Kalum, Kaluminati. Right? You know what I'm saying. Not the Illuminati, the Illuminati. We are the children of the all. Um, Rig Veda, creation him. A time is envisioned when the world was not only a watery chaos, the dark, undistinguishable sea, and a warm cosmic breath, which could give a, a give an impetus of life. Notice how thought gives rise to desire, and desire links no non-being to being. Yet the whole process is shrouded in mystery. Where do the gods fit in this creation scene? The non-existence was not, the existence was not at that time. The atmosphere was not, nor the heavens which are beyond. What was concealed were in whose protection was it water and unfathomable abyss. There was neither death, death nor immortality then. There was not, no distinction of day or night. That alone breathed Witnessed by its own power. Other than that, there was not anything else. Darkness was hidden by darkness in the beginning. All this was an undistinguishable sea, that which becomes, that which was enveloped by the void that alone was born through the power of heat. Upon that desire or heat arose in the beginning. This was the first discharge of thought. Sages discovered this link of the existence of the of the existence to the non-existence, having searched in the heart with wisdom. The line of vision was extended across. What was below, what was above, there were in, there were impregnators, there were powers, inherent powers below, impulses above. Who knows truly? Who here would declare whence it arose, whence this creation? The gods are subsequent to the creation of this. Who then knows whence it has come into being? Whence this creation has come into being, whether it was made or not? He in the highest heaven is a surveyor. Surely he knows, or perhaps. He knows not. So basically, as it's sitting in meditation, time is envisioned where the world is not, you know, we're in that watery chaos, the dark, indistinguishable sea, that new, that, you know, that primal gland again at the lighthouse looking at the water, got the light going out, you know, just spiraling, you going up the spine, going up to the primal gland, looking out into that 
indistinguishable sea of warm cosmic breath, they get in that warm, well, actually, you know, warm cosmic breath coming out, which could give an impetus of life. That's that life being born through desire. From desire rises life, you know what I'm saying? And that desire links non-existence into being. What we desire comes into being, even if it's not what we really desire because the physical reality is going to be based on something that we don't even know the word for anymore. Yet the whole process is shrouded in mystery. Where do the gods fit in this creation scene? The non-existence was not. The existence was not at the time. So the atmosphere was not, nor the heavens, which are beyond. What was concealed? Where and was whose protection? Was it water and unfathomable? There was neither death nor immortality then. There was not distinction of day or night. That alone breathed winds by its own power. Other than that, there was not anything else. When you get into the deep meditation, you lose all sense of what we call reality. It is no death or immortality. You know you don't even think about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to think about. Mm-hmm. True meditation, everything's cut off. You know what I'm saying? Another, that's a good tip, too, in meditation, turning off everything. You know, I've mentioned before, you know, the body is not used to all this electromagnetic, artificial electromagnetic energy that's around. Those 60 hertz hurts the cells. You know what I'm saying? It's not doing anything good for the cells. We're around it all the time anyway, so when we're in meditation, it's why, especially, like, if you can't turn off the power, turn the air conditioning off, you know what I'm saying, because those um, positive ions and stuff that we breathe into the atmosphere for air conditioning is not good for the meditations either. Um, so um, so basically that's talking about in meditation, how the align of vision, when it's extended across what is above is below, and we can birth. There were impregnated. There were powers, inherent powers within ourselves, inherent powers below Impulses above. Those impulses come down from the cosmics, you know what I'm saying? And then those inherent powers below being woke up. They're waking up, and then all of a sudden we impregnate, you know, head to root, impregnate, lower their powers, inherent powers. There were impregnators. There were powers, inherent powers below, impulses above. And with this creation has come to being, whether it was made or made, whether it was made or not, he in the highest heaven is in the survey. Surely he knows, or perhaps he knows not. So now, um, that was breaking that down. Got ten more minutes. Now this is the Emo tablet. Um, we've read it. We've heard it before. Go through it real quick. Truth without deceit, certainly most veritable, or truth without falsehood, certainly most truth. That which is below corresponds to that which is above. That which is above corresponds to that which is below to accomplish the miracles of the one thing. And just as all things come from this one thing through the meditation of the one mind so do all created things originate from this one thing to transformation. Basically, it's saying, you know, that one thing, I'm going to read the whole thing. His father is the sun, his mother is the moon. There's that fire and that water. That's that mother and that father, that move earth right there, that wash it up right there, the wash out, you know what I'm saying? So the wind carries it in his belly, it's nurse, it's the earth. It is the origin of all. The wind carries it in meditation, you know what I'm saying? We're putting in both sides together. The wind carries it in his belly. His nurse is is the earth. The body, the physical body is his nurse. It's nurtured in the temple. The consecration is the consecration of the universe, the origin of all. It's a nourished strength or his nourished power is perfected when it's turned into it. When that breath, when that intelligence gets into the earth or into the temple, the inert power, inherent power, those powers that we have, the strength that we have is, you know what I'm saying, through the energies of Mu'er or the father and the mother, or fire and um, water, or um, light and um, life. 
I separate the earth from the heaven, the soda from the gross, gently and with great agility. It rises from earth to heaven. It rises from the base to the panel and descends again to earth and goes back down, stored in the lower dantian, thereby combining within it the power of both the above and below. So we're getting the power of the sun and the moon, bringing them together, storing them in, and nursing them in the earth at the gestation point of Heteru or the uh, the lower dantian there. Uh, thereby combining within the powers of both the above and below. Thus will, you will obtain the glory of the whole universe, and all the spirits will be clear to you. That means anything that has been hidden or whatever is in the dark, what they try to hide from you or whatever, you know, is unknown will be clear. We will be able to see. And this is the greatest force of all powers, powers because it overcomes every subtle thing and penetrates every solid thing. That means that this power right here, this force, this energy is, in every, it permeates all things in existence. And we know that to be internal and external melanin is in everything, it's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Dark matter, dark energy. Um, in this way was the universe created. From this will come many wonders applications because this is in the past, this, because this is the pattern. Therefore, I am called thrice greatest Hermes, having all three parts of the wisdom of the whole universe. Herein, I have explained completely the operation of the sun. That was out of the Emerald Tablet. Um, the last part, therefore, I'm called Herm, Thrice Greatest Hermes. That's a Trismetrisis. You know, Hermes is also Tahuti in, in uh, the comedic sense. So uh, what was taking place right there, Tahuti meaning with the way both sides, are, both sides are coming together. Thrice Greatest Hermes is the initiatory uh, name or title. Uh, appellation is given to one and in depth as they have transcended certain levels of the mystery system. So once they get to a certain point, they're called thrice greatest Hermes because now they have the wisdom of the whole universe, having all three parts of the wisdom of the universe. Basically talking about uh, the uh, M-A-N or, uh, you know, mother, father, and being the son or the seed that is birthed out of the process or, or the gestation that takes place and seeing the actualization of their creation, how they came into that cell or, or whatever they're being uh, in that actualization of self, you know what I'm saying, and having knowledge of self, basically. So um, as above, so below, as within, so without. That's the, the whole take on that is talking about meditation, how going into as just all things come from this one thing through the meditation of the one mind so do all created things originate from this one thing through transformation. So as we transform one thing into all these things, so we're transforming that word that we don't know into, you know, so that one thing is going to be that. But if we transform it from love, it's going to, everything going to be love. It's going to transform or flip the word love around, we got evolved. So, you know, then with evolution or whatever, then that's where we're going to be. So the revolution is based on love. And like uh, uh, Gil Scott said, the revolution ain't going to be televised. So if we really want to see what's going on, we got to unplug that thing first. And then we're going to see what the revolution got for us. You feel me? Because it's on some love. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't going to be what they want us to see because as long as we see that, it's going to be that word that we don't know. And we're going to keep transforming that one thing over and over 
you know, because this is the math on it right here. You got to look at it from a different foot. Separate the earth from the heaven and the sun from the girls. Gently and with great ingenuity. So we separate both of them apart and then put them back together as it rises from earth to heaven from the base to heaven. Whatever we see outside and we put it down inside and we impregnate ourselves with it, then we birth that thing back out into the existence, you know what I'm saying, thereby combining within the powers of both the above and below, you know what I'm saying. So we want to be able to bring and fuse those things together in harmony and in peace and love and in justice and in righteousness. So we have to become the balance of our life. And, you know, the word of God basically um, is, is the hoodie, right? So in the Islamized, Islamized Sufi traditions, the world was created through words from Tuhi, which is eight characteristics of four goddesses and four gods. If I have, I got three minutes, if I have enough time to break this down, I think I'll have three minutes left. Yeah, something like that. So um, those eight folds, or those the, in in that tradition, which is still that eight folds is uh, talking about, is in the octagonal octagonal shape, like the stop sign, and the, and the word for it is who, which is you know the creative principle of, of or the creative energy behind creation or that the sound utterance of creation. Who is who mind, you know what I'm saying? So it had to come out. It's also in the word to who peace. So um that represents the authoritative utterance of creation. But to who do you call the master of City of Eight? City of Eight is basically the octagonal shape but it's also mitosis or whatever that resides within the lower intestine. That's our first eight. That's those first eight cells. That's the infinite right there. And we go back to that eight again, and the infinite cycle of that of the existence of our life as it transcends and as it comes down and goes up and comes down and goes up. So as above, so below. And also, um, those four or those eight deities are um, Amin, Aminet, Nun, Nunet, Ket, 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 Hey, and Heyet. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh, Amin is uh, hidden. Noon is waters, from waters. Kick, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, uh, darkness, and K is life, so or uh, infinite, yeah. So it's the hidden, primordial dark waters, the hidden, infinite, primordial dark waters. And when you put all of those letters together, A, N, K, and H, you have the word AK as an uh, acronym. So, those four pairs of material, when brought together, bring life, right? So what is bringing life? You got aunt right there, but then you put bile right there, you have the balance or bile. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.